I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Why are you at the bar if you ain't popping bottles? Come on. What good is all the fame if you ain't fucking the models? I see you driving sports cars, ain't hitting the throttle, and I'll be down to 100, top down in goggles. Got off the freeway, exit 106 and parked it. Ashtray Flipgate, time to spark it. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it's Wednesday. Yes, it is. Last day of the week. For us, yes, For it us. is. Mm-hmm. Then we got a Saturday show. And then we're taking a week off. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. I am counting my damn days down. I got a day and a half, and my black ass is off all next week. Mm-hmm. So I am off from everything. First official, like, real vacation vacation in years. You True. Know? That Yeah, in very, very long time. Well, we couldn't just go out on a Wednesday and not have a guest, man. Yeah, like, we had to go with a bang. Literally, I've been trying to get this dude on the show for weeks at this point. Uh, it was all my fuck up though. Like I was booking him, like <laughs> I was just completely disrespecting other guests. I was like, oh man, wait a minute. Uh, I can't just make you take their spot. I gave him that shit weeks ago. Uh, it's my man Daryl, aka Dig Game from Straight Out of Low Cash Podcast. And, you know, also, uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Dig Game and check out his writing on at ashy2classy.net. What's going on, Daryl? What's going on, man? I'm doing all good. I'm just uh, happy to be back on again. Uh, it's flying solo. I am taking my, my, my talents to the black guy who tips. Mm. I see. You had to uh, drop Javon Rowland and come yep. on through and, and shine on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Javon going on Comic View and stuff without me, he don't bring me up there with him. Right. You know, he's too much. I'll try not to get uh, his hair stuck in a fan or anything like that. Uh-huh. We, we will try our best. <laughs> But we know you're a professional. You'll make it through it. Right. Oh, um, definitely. So what's been going on with you, fam, man? It's been a, a while since we talked, man. Like, what's good with the podcast? What you been writing about lately, man? Just, like, what's going on in the world of Dick Game? Uh, everything's been going good. The podcast is expanding. Of course, we're finna, um, um, we're, we got a couple more sponsors and everything. We actually got a barbecue shack we're starting to sponsor next week. They what? actually cut us a check too, so I'm we're gonna be eating ribs on the show. Um so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh shout out to St. Louis Rib House. Uh it is on Goodfellow and um West Florissant, right on the corner there. Uh Leroy and uh Spanky. Those are the two guys though. It's only two brothers that run it. So you hey, gonna you're gonna be uh, like uh you're gonna be like Jason Whitlock. Eating ribs on the air. <laughs> You know, that's shout, like, shout out to them because I'm trying to tell you, let somebody pay me for some barbecue pulled pork or fried chicken. I'll be smacking my lips right here yeah. on the air. This is good, y'all. <laughs> Javon, he don't even pork though, but he was like, hey man, they paid me. I, they, I, I at least licked, uh, licked the barbecue sauce off a of pork, of pork chop. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it don't take much for us to sell out, man. That's all I'm saying. Uh, just pay us a little bit. Pay us in ribs and, uh, you know, I definitely. <laughs> I definitely uh subscribe to whatever you got to say. Now what about the actual site, AshyTheClassy.net, man? Like, what have you been writing about lately? Um, I've been writing about Don Lemon, um, uh, Paula Dean, um, things like that where people, you know, like especially with the um situation with Don Lemon, I mean a lot of black folks I feel in general over overstanding their boundaries with that whole situation, uh saying that he's like a like he's some kind of patriot or something, you know, mm-hmm. and he's just a dude that you know, looking down upon other people and not understanding the issues that are going on. He just wants to talk about 
what he feels without any solutions, anything that's going on with just saying, hey, y'all niggas is fucking up. And, you know, I'm sitting over here looking, living nice in Harlem, even though last time I checked, Harlem is looking pretty damn nice uh, right. when Bill Clinton came through and Hillary. So, you know, it's just all about perspective. That's one of the main things of Paula Dean as well. And uh, even with the podcast, we actually, man, it took a long time, but uh, I, I'm, I chopped up all the best episodes from the last 50 episodes and actually have made them best ofs. I mean, it, it took a long time to sit there and chop them up. Mm-hmm. So that's actually going to be out tomorrow for people to check out. People that may not have, because we, we were broke at the beginning, so we didn't have a lot of space. Mm-hmm. So like, the first 20 episodes were gone, literally gone at one point. So I'm bringing them back. Um, so it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff going on with the well. Um, we starting a different section with Javon called Javon's Comedy Corner. We're going to call different, we're going to have different comedians on just him and them going back and forth. Uh, Tay's going to have a movie moment. Um, thing we're going to be working on. Reminisce to do a mixed show thing, uh, and it's going to be every every other week. It's not going to be a uh, constant thing. And then I'm going to do a thing with uh, try to do community thing with more social issues called politics as usual. A show. Uh, it's all going to be within the Australia Cast Network, so you can download it all from the same place. It's just that sometimes we may lose people because we may have a real serious topic, and then we talk about nigga shit the next on the regular episode. So it's going. I'm wondering how it's going to go. So we'll see. Oh man, I feel like the more uh shades of yourself that you can show uh the more people can relate to you and yeah, you know more the more diversity. they feel yeah the more they feel like serviced like so one stop shop like that was one of the things when we decided to to go premium and mm-hmm. make all these spin-off shows it was like you know there's times where I would love to talk about an hour for just some nerdy ass shit but it wouldn't fit the show it mm-hmm. you know it would take us off track and uh it's like well if I could just put this in a special place and only people that want to hear that shit have to come hear it. Like, yeah. to me, that's kind of dope. So, I mean, I, that, I think what you guys are, are doing, it'll, it'll be great because. Me too. Some people are just going to be like, well, I actually like when they talk about serious topics, but maybe, you know, I'm not as much a comedy fan. Or maybe I, I like when they talk to comedians, but, you know, they got a fucking show to do. You can't spend two of the hours, <laughs> you know, not covering anything but talking to this comedian. So, you know, that was like the impetus for a lot of our stuff with the interview shows and things like that. It was like, yeah, I want to talk to this person, but is it really cool to make the show four hours because we wanted to talk to this person? Ain't, or ain't that the truth. Can you kind of like yeah. come get it out, you know, a la carte? So uh, I think it's going to be dope, man. Um, also, I always try to retweet you whenever I see you writing about relationship stuff, man, because I always think it's pretty funny. Um, it, not funny as like, oh, what the fuck is he talking about? But just like you have a funny way of writing, man, and putting stuff what what's up with this article? You too cool? Are you too cool for your happiness or to be, yeah. to be happy? Well, uh, what? most people are too cool to be happy. Um, <laughs> I agree. They're willing to, uh, and that wasn't just relationships. That was more like a life period. Like, um, uh, when you lost your job, Rob, I lost my job like two weeks after. So I was like blaming you, like partly for your, <laughs> you your job. Let me lose my life. Ain't this a bitch? If I wouldn't been listening to his show, and then he was talking, about, I'm losing, and you going through this hard. Time. I'm like, damn man, that's fucked up to be right. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> two weeks later, I'm fired and everything, well, laid off and everything. But what I learned is that, especially, um, I was actually, it's another podcast to listen to that's a great one. I don't know if you check it out. A lot of people call it the Combat Jack Show. Mm, I've heard um, about it. I heard a lot about it. I need to check it out. Oh, it's a, it's a great show, man. It's basically like a Hot 97 but thing, but they're interviewing people for real, for real interviews. So it's not like. Uh, you know, like a blackout tip where they're really like going back and forth. They're actually interviewing artists about like their life and where they started at. But he said he was talking to his wife and he was saying that you can't be uh, scared to do anything and scared to ask somebody to 
on your show or do anything and think, well, I'm, I'm, I'm at a higher level or I'm feel like this or that. So I'm above that or I don't want to bug them or, or I don't want to do this. You too cool. And that's what, and, and we are like that in life. You too cool to go outside your well, go above who you are to get something happen that you really want. And yes. that's how, that's how that whole thing came about. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Me too, sir. Like, um, one of the things about like just the podcast and stuff is, like half of the battle with a podcast is explaining to people what you fucking do anyway yep <laughs> you know because i get that a lot now where people are like well what do you do f- you know for a living i'm like well i'm i'm a podcaster and like well what's that well it's like an internet radio show you can do radio on the internet yeah man uh people want to listen to that shit like, like yeah. yeah your smartphone can do a lot more shit than be on Facebook and Twitter and for a phone call. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. you you sit here and talk to me at the basketball court for an hour every time I come up here. You like talking to me. It's the same shit. You know, people come around and listen to us have conversations and, and they enjoy it. So it's like, yeah, we do that. But on the Internet and people still, you know, it still works. Um, And the thing is, like, is it the coolest shit in the world? I mean, it ain't the coolest shit in the world, but it's cool as fuck to me. Ain't that the truth? It and- is cool, though, Rod. Dude, this shit, man, 10 years from now, dog, people going to be like, man, I remember when Cats first started doing this. Because I see people, like, starting podcasts and trying to do anything and everything like that. But the funny thing about it is all these people ain't going to stick with it, and that's what's mm-hmm. going to be the thing, though, is actually sticking and doing it and really loving it. Because right. everybody's like, man, I can do that. I'm, Javon and them, they ain't that funny. Riding them, Karen right. and they ain't that funny. But when you're doing it every week and you got to come up with topics and come up with concepts and different things like that, that's when it, that's what separates everyone from everything and what they're doing. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of grind and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't see. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is that when you make it look easy, that means you're doing your job right. If I, if we made it look like, like something was wrong doing it, you're not doing it right. Yeah, it, it's kind of – because that's the thing, though. Like, we've had people, like, try to come at us on – on some kind of disrespectful shit or like, well, that's easy. I can do it. And I never get mad at people. Cause I'm like, if you can do it, that's good because you'll bring more people to the medium yep. and that helps make the medium more respectable. And if you can't do it, you'll fizzle out. Like if you're doing yes. it for the wrong reasons, reasons, if you, you know, if your whole thing is like, I just want to get, you know, all the attention or some shit, it's hard to do that. And people yeah. can, and people can sense it. Like people, People yep. are smart. They listen and they be like, oh, this nigga is just wanting to get props for themselves. They don't actually give a fuck about us listening or, you know, they don't mm-hmm. have a point. They just want to, you know, this chick is just trying to get us to be like uh the thirst trap us, you know, like they can tell that shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and it only lasts so long. And next yeah, thing you know, it's like they ain't did a show in months. They ain't yeah. did a show in a year. Okay. How many, how, how big your titties are? Your titties need to ha- need to have some content behind them. People ain't going to stay. <laughs> right. But on, on some... What? But funnier though, Rod, though, is that it's actually, I think actually celebrities have a problem more with podcasts than anybody else. Right. Um, I was actually talking to a big comedian, man. Like, he's, like, I mean, he's not big, big, but he's pretty big, man. Mm. And me and him, we, we, he took, uh, we went out to have dreams in town and we wanted to have drinks and everything. He's like, man, what's up? Because I was trying to get him on the podcast because he's in town mm-hmm. the same day we was recording. And I was explaining to the podcast, like, I don't know, man. Ah, uh, that podcast shit, man. I got a movie, uh, not a movie, a television thing. If not, and then I, I was like, dude, why don't you do a podcast? Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, almost, I'm not going to say who it is, but who he's affiliated with. Mm-hmm. He's affiliated with Kevin Hart. Okay. And I was like, dude, why are you not branding yourself outside of the Kevin Hart situation? Mm-hmm. You just really just not branding yourself on a bigger scale. And I was like, dude, do a podcast. Something. You already got like 20,000 followers on Twitter just because you toured with Kevin Hart. 
It's mm-hmm. easy, man. He, I was like, dude, you can do 30 minutes every other week, and it would just be consistent. He's like, I don't know, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was saying, well, all these other podcasters that's comedians, they only do a show for a little bit. I was like, but you can separate, separate yourself by being consistent with it. You be sitting in the hotel not doing shit, mm-hmm. uh, 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 smoking weed and trying to fuck chicks, do a podcast real quick with a chick in your lap, whatever, you know, and, <laughs> and make it better and, do, and further yourself in your brand, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of it is like that. And like you said, people, they, t- they're too cool to do shit like that. Like, um, another thing too is like, you know, part of being happy for me is admitting to myself, like, yo, I love playing video games. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, every once in a while I'll get checked by somebody that's like, you a grown ass man playing fucking games, nigga. <laughs> you playing games? I'm like, but that shit make me happy. happy. Like, makes me happy. I'd rather be happy and you judge me. Than to be like miserable, but I'm fitting in, you know, like, oh, hey man, I, I'm with you, dog. I don't want to play Madden, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we nah. They're gonna be shitting the club together. Right, yeah. Let's go vote, let's go both go be miserable, you know, and I think to a larger extent, man, the shit happens, uh, to people in big lifetime decisions. Like, I think a lot of people get married. A lot of people have kids. kids a lot yeah. of people buy houses. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like do lifelong, like altering shit that really fucks them up because at the end of the day they didn't really want to do, do that, that shit but they thought it would be yeah. cool and it doesn't make them happy and you can tell man like we all know somebody where we're like yo that motherfucker is miserable yeah he ain't they got, up in his marriage yeah they got they got the house they got, they got the, the kids, kids they got the job they got all the shit that's supposed to make them happy but they can't fucking stand any of it because it's not what not makes them happy yeah. The, and the thing is, though, I tell people all the time, be careful what you wish for, man. Like, people, we, I wish for this. I wish for a wife. I wish for a husband. I wish for this money. I wish for... And if, if you ever seen The Great Gatsby, not the movie, not the bullshit movie with mm-hmm. uh, uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio on there, but right. the actual book and the concept is like, dude, he lived his whole life and tried to build himself just to get this chick. And she wasn't even worth shit. Right. So you guys will be happy and be yourself and be who you are and be happy is what yeah. I got for that whole concept. I'm sure it's easier said than done or whatnot, but just, this is one of those tenets of my life where I'm like, it's, a, I'm constantly being like, man, I'm not doing that shit. Why not? Cause, Cause I don't want, want to. to. And like, it, it doesn't make me happy. Yeah, but people, well, you should do this because of that. I'm like, man, but if I'm miserable, I'm the one that's gotta live with that. I gotta not come home. You. Yeah, I gotta come to this job every day and hate it. I gotta come home every day and dislike it. I got to look at whatever the fuck that you're not like, whether it's a kid, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's a house, I got to get that bill every month. Look at that shit and go, man, I shouldn't have did that shit. So yeah, like I I think that that's a big point is the whole trying to be cool and you're too cool to be happy. Not to mention just the general attitude too, that people have where it's like my emotions can only go from five to six, anything outside of that box is not cool so if i'm sad about yep. something that ain't cool if i'm i don't allow myself to be happy because that shit ain't cool it's like man being cool is overrated what the fuck as you fuck. Do? <laughs> right yeah yeah being cool overrated man it, like, but what's even funnier though like uh when we, we bring it back to crank calls though javon does crank calls on the show but i remember we called once and javon act like he was this gay guy uh calling uh uh what was it uh uh air apostle or something or we just called a random store and it was actually another gay guy that picked up so Javon trying to holler at the dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you on Facebook? <laughs> it's going to be on the best of 
uh, part two coming up, but he, he says, uh, you got, he's like, I hate this job. I mean, they going back, Javon got him off for like 15 minutes talking about how he hate this job, and he just need a man to hold him. And oh, Javon is trying man. not to laugh, because <laughs> he's talking to me, he's like, so I'm a, can I come up there and see you and everything? He's like, how you look, though? He's like, my name is Deontay. <laughs> look me up on Facebook, send me a friend. The dude was like depressed. Yeah. He was like a manager, though. He was a manager, though, right? Yeah. He was a manager. <laughs> Cause it don't matter. matter. It don't matter. Like, it don't but matter did, the title it, of your position. It, it don't matter what what your sexual orientation is. You just need to be happy. Yeah. And a lot of the decisions we make, we're happy with. I know Roger Daddy picks at us. Roger Daddy, he says me and Roger are like two big ass grown children. He looks right. at us. His dad looks at us. He just laughs. He was like, "Y'all." He was like, "Y'all like video games." He was like, "Y'all spend time. Y'all go to the movies like every weekend." Mm-hmm. He was, and but that's what we do because this is us. And he was like, "That's why when my niece comes over here and her grandma come pick her up, she start busting out and start crying." Cause me and her sit and watch Rugrat on Netflix for hours. I know the characters. We'll sit, we'll talk. She'll play video game with Roger. Cause grandma come, and all of a sudden she having a mental breakdown and crying because she knows that <laughs> that, uh, that ain't happening over there. Yeah. Plus, I mean, she I on think- that furlough from jail. She on that furlough with y'all from jail. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. First, she always walk in like she ain't happy to be there too. She be walking in like, what the fuck we about to do? And then as soon as I put on some video games or some Netflix. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Go get them chicken nuggets. You can't act like that. Just like when you get a uh, work release in prison, you can't act like you're happy that you're on work release. Right. Even though you're happy not being in a safe house, you got to be like, man, I don't even want to be here. But you're happy that you're on work release. Yeah, she a fake-ass introvert, man. She, yes, she like, is. She, she's a lot like me, man. Like, I do that shit, too, where, I, where like, I won't invest a lot of time in somebody. Um, but once I, like, they pass my threshold of, like, oh, this person actually kind of cool, then it's like we go from zero to best friends like that. So that's how she is yeah. too. She like she show up, she see us, she acts shy. Two seconds later, she talking to me and monopolizing my time and shit. And I'm like, that's cool because I do the same damn thing and I'm grown. So, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that cool shit is true. It's 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 a hundred percent true, fact. man. Like I read that and I was just like, man, I can relate to that so much because so much of my life is about it's almost anti cool. Where it's like, yep. I would rather just be happy, man. And, and I feel like those things are kind of polar opposites at this point. Cause, uh, people, people spend so much time fronting, man. And it's not worth it. But, and the messed up part, right? But people strive to be so cool so much. They don't even know what they even want to like for real. Nope. Yep. Cause they even clog themselves with what they want to be cool. They don't even know what they even really like. They don't even know it's not somebody, what do you want to do? And like, man, you know, I just want to get paper. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Like, I mean, go sell drugs then. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Paper. Right. I just want. What you want to do? I'm just trying to get these bitches, my nigga. Get it how you live. Yeah. Like that's not okay, a thing. Well, yeah, let's yeah. go outside. We can buy some prostitutes. Right. We have bitches. Right. Well, yes. What's next? Yes. It's like what's beyond that point. And some people uh live their whole lives trying to please and be what what other people's wanting to be. Till they get to the point where they don't even know who they are. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not healthy either because like you say, it's like when you ask a kid what they want to be when they grow up, I'm pretty sure most of them don't say I want, I want to be 30 year old, uh, married with children, lost and confused. And also like happiness is cool. Yes. I, that's to, to me, that's the coolest thing ever. Like for me, man, when I see a motherfucker that I'm just like, yo, that motherfucker is happy as shit. Like I remember, um, we covered an article on here a long time ago and you know, it, we were clown, it was clown time because it was one of those, news articles where they go out and find the black people to to like to <laughs> act up. but like there was a moment in there where I, and i i would never clown this dude forever like i believe in this shit but it was about the people standing in line for jordans 
and they had two of the dudes and two dudes were like they they stood in line they got their shoes and they asked him how he felt about his shoes and he licked his shoe and was like ah uh-huh. it's yeah. real hey man hey that that reporter on there for the record is on a lot of stories out of houston if you ever noticed mm-hmm yep yep like I, we did a uh an article yesterday i was like hold on that's a dude from the uh the, the interview people outside the, with yeah. the jordan the they be sending him on they be sending him to do the nigga news they be like, they do. some ratchet shit happening. Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead, Bob. It's your you turn. Have, you have we know they won't shoot you. <laughs> but he was happy to have him Jordan, though. I can be mad. As, like you said, mm-hmm. I can be mad at somebody happy to have him Jordan. Dude, life is fucked up, man. If you yep. can find any semblance of happiness there, dude, go for it. Because for that one moment, it was the least cool shit he could do. But, yeah. it, but it was all, like, he was a little kid for just a second, second. man. Like, and if anything in your life can make you feel that way for any moment in time, man, like, hell yeah, do that shit, man. Yeah. He wasn't hurting yeah. nobody. He like, you know, I know the news, they were trying to like spin it like, oh, are they going to kill each other for shoot? But this dude wouldn't come out there to hurt nobody. He got his shoes and he was cool and he was excited. And I was like, man, I want to feel that way every fucking day Ain't that of my the life. Truth. Like something need to make me feel that way every day. Well, if that's the but case. I mean, my whole thing is like, if we want people not to buy Jordans, we just need to put Fleece Johnson at all the facilities. <laughs> dude, I swear to God, dude, I found somebody worse than him, man. We ain't even put on the show. It's just, I don't know if y'all seen the one in Alabama in jail where the dude's like, oh yeah, we fucked him. And then homeboy, he was like, yeah, that was my best friend, but I fucked him, though. You know, he, wow. you know, he disrespected us. Whoa. It was like in 2000 or something. You seen that, Rod? I have not seen that one, dude. dude I stay, a, for dude, the record. I'm going to find I, it now, put it, dude. It I, is, it, this is worse than Fleece John. These dudes are talking about, oh, yeah, we rape motherfuckers all the time. Yeah, for I'm the, like, dude, they are sitting there like, yeah, you know, I got boys. I got like a dude on different parts of the quad. What? I got a dude over here. I got a dude boy over here. And he's like, but I love him, though. You know, I love him. I care about him. And, but I'm not gay, though. Dude, for for the record, I absolutely avoid all for, all forms of media that are talking about dudes getting raped in jail. Um, like that shit always fucks with me. Like I don't even watch. Like people say, Shawshank is one of the greatest movies of all time. I will never watch that shit again. Like people are like every time every time Shawshank is on, I can't stop myself. I have to watch it. Not me. I'll be turning that shit on. I'll be like, is this the part with the rape, man? Let me just put it on something else. For the sisters get get up on Andy again, dude. I can't take that shit. I'm that's one of my biggest fears. Let everybody know Fleece Johnson will be out in 2017. I checked online at the Kentucky uh, oh, Department shit? of Corrections. He gets out uh, April 13, 2017. Oh, so everybody man. in Atlanta, yeah. if he come down there and everything, no, you know he might like Javon said he's gonna have an aneurysm and then pass out in Atlanta. Hey, the, wow. the good news is, is plenty of dudes willing to give it up in Atlanta. Yeah, it is. He but, probably, but he, he don't, I don't think he wants it willingly, though. Oh, he, he wants, wants it. He wants like, it unwillingly. Well, now nah, he sounds like he wants it willingly because he said we could do this the easy way or the hard way, and everybody does the easy way. But like, no, they, 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 they're disgruntled, though. Say they what? gotta look disgruntled like they really didn't want it. Mm. You know, if he be like, like he feel like he taking it. You know? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Work. I'm just saying he like if he would have said I tell him we can do this the easy way the hard way and I if, a lot of them picked the hard way I don't care like I would have <laughs> been like God damn this dude is a fucking savage but he was like they just they always pick the easy way I was like damn always <laughs> shit ain't nobody put up a fight for their manhood mm-hmm. and look least only did a robbery he was only supposed to have seven years I looked on there damn. and he ends up doing thirty five so how many people oh my. Yeah, he was like, man, I'm just about to rape my way all the way to freedom. No! 
I'm gonna rape today. I'm, I'm take all the booty I can yeah. today. Today, let me free. Good grief, man! But also, I want to uh, let everybody know we had a homophobic episode of uh, uh, Stroud Low Cash that uh, a couple of people didn't like. Um, DJ Reminis is uh, uber religious for the record, um, and uh, we got into some trouble with the uh, bruh episode. And we didn't get in trouble. A lot of people liked it, though. It was funny, but some people took it personally. So some people are listening. We've been on the campaign like, hey, it was jokes. It's like <laughs> men on films, you know, it's jokes. It wasn't no, you know, no malice involved or anything, no, you know, anything like that. But Reminis was dead serious, though, for the record. If y'all listen to the episode, Reminis is dead serious talking about they ain't got no daddy. <laughs> Oh my God! Really talking much. He took the mic. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that was serious because he he be in the background. Don't say nothing. Yeah. No, this is super quiet. Even in general, like you talk to like, hey man, what you do this weekend? Man, I just chill with my son. I'm like the whole five days of the snowstorm. That's all we did. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, real. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that... R. Kelly. He'd be like, oh fuck R. Kelly. He'd be like, and then he'll start riding on why he don't like R. Kelly. That fucking summer bunny song was whack. It'll start naming all the songs that was wack. <laughs> so R. So Kelly we, and gay dudes. R. Kelly and gay dudes are the only things that really move DJ Reminis. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and and for some reason Future too. He okay. don't really like Future either. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a big Future fan. I hadn't heard every time every time I see Future, this is how I feel about Future. Every time I see Future, I always see him at the B E T Awards, the the Black Phantom of Union on Twitter <laughs> Awards show. That's the only time I see his ass. And every time I see him, A, I never know who the fuck he is, and B, he's always terrible. So Future has never been in my future. I'm shocked every time I see him like I'm seeing him for the first time. Well, um, the Sierra is also, um, I think she's a career killer relationship-wise. Everybody she's been with, their career has fell off. So we're we not going to see Future after 2015, guaranteed. Well, as, long as, uh, as long as she got away from Cam Newton in time, I'm okay. Ain't that true. Don't she's be fucking with him. Yeah. yeah, she's a damn hand. Don't be fucking with him. That's, that's my quarterback. Oh yeah, I don't want y'all seems to be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that was that that was last year, so it seems it like was a little scary though for a second. Yeah, huh? yeah. I was like, uh oh, career killer, but he, he did <laughs> all right. He came through. Um of course you're listening to the Blackout Tips Podcast. You can find us a bunch of places, but the easiest place to go is the blackouttips.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. We got all the social media covered, Google Plus, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, all that stuff. Just put the blackout tips into just about anything. You can find us. Don't forget also while you're at the blackouttips.com, you can vote in the polls. You can subscribe to the site so you can get updates every time we post something. You can do things like leave comments. You can donate. You can become a premium subscriber. Listen to all our premium spinoff shows. Um, it's just a bunch of stuff you can do there. And we appreciate everybody that does take the time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is the taser. And an unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And today's podcast is double sponsored. Ooh, I like this. Mm-hmm. It's brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions on YouTube. Check out their new video with friends of the show, Kelly Ryder and Laron Wise, having a rap rematch from their time doing it on the podcast. Now, first time Laron lost. I yeah, he did. Two to two to one. He lost. Uh Kelly Ryder. She might be a fifteen year old white woman, but uh she 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 handed it to that brother. You know, what can we say? Uh you can go watch the video and vote in the comment section on who you thought was better. One person who leaves a comment from now and until Sunday will win a free audio play. Check out the video. Uh and it's uh on YouTube. I will have a link to it on the website. 
um for people in the chat i'll put a link to it in the chat for you guys now but uh make sure you guys do that because um it helps us out when they get views and of course it helps when they uh when people leave comments and all that stuff now mm-hmm. we also have another sponsor a brand new sponsor uh we are the first day yesterday was uh actually promoting these guys tweakedaudio.com tweaked audio is a maker of fine earbud headsets so that people can listen to it on and the- they hollered at y'all too right hell yes, yes. Mm-hmm. they hit us up i was like we can they do hit this us up too <laughs> that's what's up man i'm glad they found black podcast man Ain't that's true that's yeah i know i was surprised too uh you can check out the six different styles um they have seven different colors they got mic headsets non-mic headsets uh they got great for it's great for music it's great for talking it's great for uh you know chilling in your cubicle you know how you guys do you listen to your podcast uh the biggest uh thing that i saw though is that they have a lifetime warranty Mm -hmm. and if you're a person an avid listener of podcasts if you go to the gym a lot you know how it is these fucking headphones man they break like short yeah, they sh- get a short all of a sudden, like you bought it yesterday, but one earbud's working now, the other earbud isn't, and you- you're trying to twist it a certain way and turn it and shit, and so it's like, now I gotta go buy some more headphones, and they have very reasonable prices, we went on the site and looked yesterday, mm-hmm. I think prices started like $15 and go all the way up to like 40 Yeah. Um and you can go in there and get a third off, all you have to do is put in our code, TBGWT. And you get a third off. It comes with free shipping, lifetime warranty, hooks up to your iPhone, your iPod, Android devices, MP3 players, and most of your phones. So make sure you guys do that. And, yeah, and uh, shout out to the people that already ordered. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, yeah. We had a few people hit them up on Twitter like, hey, man, we uh, I'm, I'm about to order some headphones. So thanks for doing that, guys. We get money every time you guys do that. So uh, we appreciate it. Um, let's get into the show. First things first. I had one only had one random thought, man. And if you watch a lot of TV like me, then uh maybe like I DVR most of my TV, so I fast forward through commercials, right? But every once in a while, I can't. You know, I'm watching something live. I am so fucking tired of them trying to act like these movie trailers that I've seen before are a special look. At a two, at, like they, <laughs> they do do that. They get me like every they fucking do. time. Like I'm, I'm, like I'm watching. Uh, what was I? I was watching Falling Skies mm-hmm. uh, today. It was the the fucking season finale, <laughs> and it was like uh, they go to commercial, and then it's like that music was like or whatever, and then it's like coming up now a special look at Elysium, the movie by directed by the same director as District Nine. So I'm like, oh shit, I love District 9. And I'm gonna get a special look? Like, damn, this is what's up. So I, I, I turn to, I, I'm like, I'm not even gonna fast forward. It's the same trailer I've seen 37 times. It's nothing different. They don't interview That's an the actor. Internet, though, Rod. That's the internet though. Back 15 years ago, that was really was a sneak. They don't know the difference though that you can just go see the extended trailer on YouTube now. Oh, and <laughs> I, you know what? And people steal movies so much, they probably don't know that when you go to the theater, they had this thing called movie trailers and they play them before every fucking movie. And that's how I like Karen and I go to the movies just about once a week yes. or so. So we're, we've seen all the movie trailers like 18 times. Yep. And I keep thinking like, Oh, maybe this is different. And cause it always works too. Cause I'm like, Oh shit. They might, they about to show something I ain't never seen in this Wolverine movie. And it's the same, same thing trailer. There's and, nothing different. I'm like, that's and, just call it a movie. Just call it a preview. 
And and my <laughs> my thing is this, and maybe this is just me. I think the people that run this, they're old. Mm-hmm. So they don't realize that times has changed. I don't mean no harm. It's like, show them the same thing they said before. Well, you know, they got this thing called the internet. I don't use no internet. I ain't even got a smartphone. Show them the same thing. They'll get it. Yeah, I guess when you like, t- like torrenting or downloading your shit, you probably don't see movie th- trailers or you just, you know, you get your, you get your shit from Hulu or something. Maybe they don't show movie trailers, but like. But who are these people that miss this stuff? I don't know, man, but it's, it's fucking frustrating, man. Like I'm, I keep thinking like I'm a, one of these days I'm gonna fast forward through it and it is gonna be the movie trailer that is different. From the other, it's gonna be like, damn! I never saw that version of Thor before. I should have damn, I should have stopped. You know, it's not gonna be worth it. It's baby. fucking terrible, man. Stop this movie, people! It's, it's annoying as shit. Um, all right, man. We got a bunch of articles to cover today. A bunch of celebrity Let's news. Um, you know, apparently. First, uh, before you get in there, I want to yeah. thank Karen for all of her love and hip hop uh updates. I follow her tweets, and if I miss it, I was like, I'm still going to Karen on uh, timeline real quick though, and find out everything that happened. Yeah, I love me some Stevie J. <laughs> Stevie is the man. Yeah, Um, he is. But uh, wait a minute, this clip is 15 minutes long. uh, Dig game. (laughs) I would play this, but it's probably too long. Show man, no, 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 no. It's a you gotta you. It's goes. It's a full hour, like 45 minutes. But they had commercials, I guess, when they put it on. Okay, all right. It's deep though. The dude was like, "Yeah, I fucked my best friend. He 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 fucked up." I was like, "How you fuck your best friend?" And like, even worse, they said, like, to stop people from knowing they raped somebody, he's like, so I made him put the Vaseline on his fingers oh. and made him fuck himself. And he's like, oh. if the police come, if the, if the COs come, I'm like, smell his fingers, though, he fucked himself. Wow. I'm like, hold on, I'm done. You got me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't and, even want to go to different parking tickets. First of all, why I'm didn't, out. first of all, why wasn't the Vaseline on there in the first place? I mean, y'all raping people without no Vaseline? Oh, no, 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 no. But this before, though, he was like, oh. turn around, bitch, or I'm a motherfucking, uh, uh, choke you or whatever though. And he was he wouldn't. He said, "I'm gonna slap the shot you now, bitch." And he just stole it. He's like, and then I and then I made him put the Vaseline on his fingers, put it up in his ass, and fi- a finger himself. Though we watched. So and him, another dude was watching, and that was his best friend. He was like, he was like the other dude. Then so they went to the other camera with the other dude. You know, like another yeah. yeah He's like, yeah, you know, that was my boy and shit. But I couldn't welch out or nothing. I so feel I like we could, I feel like we could be best friends after that. You know, like that's a definite. Oh, yeah. Were we ever friends? That's, that's, that's the question. That's a definite moment where I feel like, you know, this is a level of friendship I'm not willing to go to. And, uh, you and violated my trust. He was a white guy that joined the Bloods gang. And that was part of the reason. And the guy said, when I came into the jail though, he looked good and I wanted to be with him. I told him at the beginning, like, look, if you weren't in my gang, I would want to be with you. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm never going to jail. Yeah, I'm never going to jail, dog. Ever. Like, it's funny, though, because, like, people would be like, this pedophile killed himself rather than go to jail. I hate that. I'm like, that makes sense. Because nobody want to, like, he probably, like, I know what rape is like. I've been doing it to people. Now I'm going to kill myself, so I ain't got to go through it, too. Like, I would not want to go to jail. Like if that, that, like if it was a parking ticket, I'm trying to get out of that shit. However, I can. I'm going Muslim though. I figured I go Muslim. I'd be like, look here. Only thing y'all do is buy me a prayer rug and a kufi, man. Period. That's all we need, and just keep me with everything I need though. For whatever Muslim thing I need to do though, because the Muslim brothers don't get fucked with, as far as I know. Man, I don't know the rules. All I know is I don't want to <laughs> know the rules. I don't even want to be hey, in right, that I'm shit. Hey, I'm eyes, man. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. You know. <laughs> The prison dudes didn't get raped on eyes. That's what I'm going off of. I see. I seen prison break, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's a little too rapey for me uh, personally. So I'm just not willing to deal with it. Um, 
all right we got a bunch of news uh first things first uh we talked about a story we have an update on it um mm-hmm. yesterday we talked about a story where a python killed two boys while they were sleeping yes oh wow. uh they, it was above like a exotic pet, pet store, store. And they were saying like the python must have got into the the ventilation from downstairs, crawled upstairs and killed the kids. Well, now they're saying the snake was on the same floor with the kids, and it was in this uh this containment unit. So it wasn't on from the pet store. No. Oh. It was in a containment unit that was basically a glass uh like a glass case that went from the floor to the ceiling. Oh. And, and so the snake was able to get into the ceiling from the case and just crawl across to the next the next room. So they didn't put no top on it, did they, Rod? Nope. They didn't put no t- glass top. They nope. didn't say, oh, you know, he ain't going to get to the ceiling. Right. Because, you know, <laughs> snakes, snakes don't you, slither and climb up shit. Because you can trust a snake, especially a tree climbing snake <laughs> like a python, to just to just <laughs> chill out. So... Now these two kids dead and like their uncle is like they're talking about there might be uh charges now. That, yeah. Like yesterday they weren't gonna do charges, but now they're like because they thought it was a pet store, right? What? Well, they were saying the actual pet shop is up to code. Like they inspected it, they made sure everything oh. was fine. Okay. Oh, wow. But but the act, but this but this secret like uh, uh python holding cage. Did, they didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know about this. It wasn't inspected, so. Uh, and it went at the pet stop shop right mm-hmm. okay yeah so they actually might be in trouble man it says uh just above the cage where the snake was being kept the snake apparently slithered through a hole or a vent in the ceiling allowing it to escape into the ventilation staff once the snake was at the height of the living room apparently a pipe broke and the snake fell into the living room where the children were sleeping <gasps> yep the children were at a sleepover at their best friend's flat where they were apparently attacked by the snake early on monday morning um, I wonder what happened to the snake. Like after it killed the kids and it didn't eat them. Like what? Did they like, find the snake? Yeah. How did the person find the snake? Did they just walk in and the snake was just chilling, like watching cartoons and shit? Like what was the snake doing? <laughs> oh, could you imagine walking walking in there and seeing this a big ass snake? Right. He's like, thanks for the snacks, bro. Um, y'all. By the way, y'all out of children. I ate them all. <laughs> ah um said that they were at a sleepover oh yeah at the news conference mr rose said connor was due to celebrate his birthday this month so oh connor would have entered the second grade this year noah was extremely excited to join his big brother by joining kindergarten and both would have been in the same lord beaverbrook school their last day was spent playing with friends in the backyard they had a little pool had a barbecue and later in the afternoon john claude savoy took all the children shopping each had their own little carts they were filled their carts with treats and after the shopping trip, the two families, uh, John Claude's family went to John Claude's family's farm and they played with llamas and goats and horses. They played with dogs and cats in the hayloft and went for a ride in the farm tractor with John Claude, who even let them steer their tractor so it was a super day. And after a long day, after a long day late into the night, they got home from the sleepover at John, I mean, for the sleepover at John Claude's house and the two families stayed together until midnight and that's the type of life they had. And that's what we are going to try to remember. So they've had the python for at least 10 years. Uh, it's been kept alone in this enclosure and was not handled by anyone else. It said the snake has been killed by a veterinarian. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And the people don't get sued. I always feel like they shouldn't kill these snakes. Because it's like. No, the snake just being a snake. Right. This is what snakes do. This is why you shouldn't have them as pets or and around little kids and 
You need to have that cage Papa. correctly and shit. Cause it's that's like, right. It's not your right to own a dangerous ass animal, man. Like it's just white people be like, it's my right. I can own it because I paid for it. It's like yeah, but it kills motherfuckers. It right. kills them. Now you're going to blame the snake. Oh, it needs to be put Mm-mm. down. But you don't want no lawsuit. Come like on the, now. Like, like the snake knew. You know, like the snake was in there yeah, like. Yeah, no people ain't going to get their kids back. Yeah, the snake was in there like, man, they got snacks in here. They sleeping. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> they got snacks. Yeah, this is a good, like, you a good host, man. You provide me with live snacks to eat. And next thing you know, he in tr- he like, what I'm in trouble for? Why y'all killing me? I Did just, he try to eat them or he just poised, like, poised bit them and just kept it moving? It sounds like well, pythons are strength. They they're snakes that strangle you. Yeah, so they so okay. he, so it was really long. So it basically wrapped around both of the children's necks and strangled them to death. Yeah, they just so he had time to kill both of them. Right. Yeah, he probably did it at the at same, same time. time. Probably did it at the same time. It was like a it was like a fifteen foot long snake. snake so, so it probably wrapped oh, around I, both of okay. the children and mm-hmm. took them out at the same time. So yeah, man. It's, but yeah, I hope there's some. I think they should charge whoever owned the snake and had it in that that thing man because mm-hmm. you didn't have it properly enclosed because th- that that's the thing if you're gonna have it because you quote unquote got the right you also need to be accountable for rightly protecting people from it too exactly um let's talk about another thing that's killing a lot of people there's a new sandwich out it's called the big fat fatty it's fifty dollars that's, like that's not like a girl ass yeah oh that's yeah that's not like a heart attack like she got a big fat fatty um, uh-huh. <laughs> sound like my porn collection. Um, exactly. that sound like a porno, like Big Fat Fatty Five. Yeah, don't let Brian Pumper get a hold of this. Oh, yeah. uh, he, he be on that for days. Yeah, rap videos and everything mm-hmm. to do with this. Um, but it's a new sandwich. They serve it at Fat Sal's, and there's only one way to get it for free. Imagine every fast food item that you ever loved together in one sandwich. It's on the menu at Fat Sal's, the over-the-top sandwich shop. Started by Entourage star Jerry Ferrer, Josh Stone, and Sal Capek. That recently opened in a location in Hollywood. They have others in places I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. And yes, <laughs> that's the real name. So uh, this is what it's got. It's got cheesesteak, cheeseburgers, pa- pastrami, chicken, chicken fingers, bacon, chicken fingers. chicken fingers, bacon, mozzarella sticks, Fried eggs, jalapeno poppers, fries, onion rings, chili, marinara, and fat sauce. Oh, fat and it, sauce. And it comes on a 27 the, inch garlic bread roll. What the hell is fat sauce? And my thing is this. Um, <laughs> how much does this cost? Did they say how much does this cost? It's gotta $50. Be like $50. Yes, That's $50. They said $50. And, and I guess my thing is this. Um, that would kill you. Like, who the hell would eat that? And yo, cholesterol not be high your blood pressure not be high you don't pass out for a coma has anybody ever ate completely ate this sandwich um where, where is i don't this know place located like where is this, this there's place one located? there's one in hollywood one in westwood and one in san diego so all the man, out of all the, the, california is a state where they you know trying to be fit more and want to look good they need to put that in alabama Mm-hmm. You know, Arkansas, somewhere where they don't give a fuck about none of that stuff. You know, they cool on high cholesterol. That's what makes it even more sinful. You know, it's like yeah. you got all these people trying to do right. We, and we, then, they got the shake shop and the health thing right beside them. Oh, we fat out. Fat, fat people come over here. Yeah. The sandwiches, <laughs> the sandwich costs forty nine ninety nine, and you can only order it if you're up for the eating challenge. If you can go, if you can finish it in 40 minutes or less, the sandwich is free. 40 minutes. 
Mm. Only a few people That's have ever finished the salad successfully. Deep. One pro- yes, they might as well deep fried the whole sandwich because all, all of this is grease and oil and fat. Only a few people have ever finished the challenge successfully. One person, Jamie, got to create a custom sandwich and name it the Fat Jamie. And it's on wow. par with the big fat fatty with grilled ham, chicken fingers, grilled uh, jalapenos, Do onions. they have a picture of Jamie? Do they have a picture of Jamie? <laughs> no. But, you know, okay. guess, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. White. Yeah. No, guess the weight. Oh, uh, 350. Guess the weight. Yeah, guess the weight. Uh, the fat, fat Jamie is on par with the big fat fatty with grilled ham, chicken fingers, grilled jalapenos and onions, melted mozzarella, sliced avocado, shredded lettuce, pico de gallo, fries, fresh lime juice, mayo, and tapitio on a hero roll. What's the point of the lettuce is what I want to wow. know. Like, why are you wasting that? You good have some vegetables, Rod. You wasting that good vegetables. lettuce. Lettuce is like the white people that live in a bad black neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Of that, <laughs> of that sandwich, you know, lettuce is like. Why did you bring me here? Right, it's like it is the lettuce. Um, if you're still hungry for dessert, you can order one of Fat Sal, Fat Sal, scrumptious spoon in shakes. Scrumptious spoon in translates to sweet cavity and food coma inducing good flavors. Include number five with vanilla ice cream, a whole slice of New York cheesecake, strawberries, and graham cracker crumbs. Or you can get the oh, number. They're gonna give you the crumbs, huh? Yeah, they're gonna put that <laughs> in. Not the too. whole cracker. Get it all, guys. And no, oh, the, or you can get. Need. Or you can get the number one with chocolate ice cream, peanut butter, marshmallow fluff, roasted peanuts, and sea salt. Um, oh my! So yeah, they also have salads too, guys. So don't you don't have to order what's, these. What's 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 on? I hate that. What's, what is on the salad? They don't say what's on it, but I'm assuming a, a, a little bit of lettuce, cheeseburger, uh, ham, ham che- hawks, chicken, yeah, Philly cheese steak, two grilled cheese sandwiches, two Nathan hot dogs, yeah, and ranch dressing, smothered, covered chunk, hump yeah, bumped with <laughs> iceberg lettuce on top, with a little um, with a little yeah. bit of ranch on the side. In more food news. Taco Bell mm-hmm. is considering yeah. a new sandwich, which is called the Waffle Taco. And basically, it's a taco, and then they sit like uh, breakfast meat on top of it and eggs. And you take, and it's like a waffle, and then you take the waffle and curl it up like a taco. Uh, and you know what's funny is, it's one of those things where I'm like, that obviously is not good for you. Obviously, it's terrible, but I got to try that. <laughs> like, it doesn't even look that good, but I'm like a waffle taco. Why haven't I thought of that in my personal life? I don't even need Taco Bell to make it. I really could just take an Eggo sausage and some eggs and make this myself just because I want to try it. And, yeah, you uh, make it at the house, it'd probably be less calories. Of, of course, Karen. And it comes with some syrup dipping sauce. Of course. So, yeah, that, but this is the craziest part. Does this mean that Taco Bell's about to get into the breakfast? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Because, like, that's you know the only... The breakfast sandwich game is a good hustle, man. It's a good hustle. Because it's cheap. I'd rather eat breakfast, though, but more than lunch. Me too, but it's the only... It's the only reprieve that Taco Bell employees really have right now is that, yeah, we stay open till 5, <laughs> 5 in the morning servicing drunks, but at least we can go home from 5 to, like, uh, 11 o'clock and just chill and then come back to work Taco Bell fuck around me 24 hours yeah Taco Bell about to be like no nigga you ain't off the clock switch that shit over to them egg sandwiches and stay here like you can't even go home no more You like that's <laughs> gonna be terrible right yeah go sleep in your car and then come back like you got a 15 minute break sleep in your car and then you on breakfast shift man that shit gonna suck like 
man that's gonna suck man yeah uh thanks somebody in chat will say wendy's tried it and failed but that wendy's breakfast was terrible yeah we tried it breakfast though was it bad Karen? it was not i like to eat and it was not good that's why they failed that shit was nasty it was terrible they tried to like keep the same breakfast i mean they tried to keep the same lunch food as as like did but like put some eggs on it and shit it was like isn't this the same <laughs> yeah like ain't this the same, same type of bun that comes on like a single cheese yeah you you I, you 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 ain't even y'all ain't even trying to get no english muffin you ain't right. trying to step your game up at all you like no it's too early in the morning for this and you know everybody don't make good biscuits you can't come just on now throw biscuits together like that man it was come terrible on. At, at least mcdonald's faked me out with the lady with the with the flower time about this made from scratch right yeah. um that's true Apparently, uh, Ebony Magazine got hit up because they had some covers, uh, and I want to say this was like way back in November or September last year, Mm -hmm. but they had covers where different celebrities were on the cover of Ebony Magazine wearing hoodies, Mm -hmm. and it was like, we are all, we are Trayvon, and people were like, yeah, you know, that's a good message, because it was kind of showing solidarity where like, even if you're a celebrity, it doesn't really matter. Because if you have a bl- young black son, that could have been your son that, that got shot out there. Um, it's not really about how much money and power and access you have, but just the fact that, you know, a man saw a black person walking down the street in a hoodie and thought, this is suspicious, you know? So apparently at some point the Tea Party said they were going to boycott Ebony Magazine or something. That- they never read it. So yeah, you never yeah, that's like yeah. me boycotting the Rolling Stone. I don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> so um, they tweeted about it today. Ebony Mag said, "We have so many Tea Party readers and followers to lose all zero of them due to our September cover <laughs> ah! would be devastating." So everybody was talking about that today on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, one girl said something on twitter and i retweeted her because not because i agree with her because i i did not agree with her you just want to expose her (laughs) like i like because i it was one of those moments where i said what the fuck is everybody talking about uh so what i did was i just put in ebony magazine and searched my tweet deck and first two tweets it brought up was some girl named suzette and she said none of the folks on ebony magazine cover could be trayvon martin they're all rich, never live in the hood, and would never walk to the store. But y'all don't see that. Throwing rich black folks on Ebony Magazine don't speak to the issues Trayvon Martin faced in his life. Stop. Message. Right. <laughs> Twitter Kindnesses. deep. Twitter deep. Um, I was like, well, obviously, the point they were trying to display was that it doesn't matter if you... I mean, because look at, like, Forrest Whitaker, who got hemmed up by the cops because... Somebody basically accused him of like shoplifting and shit, and he's far as fucking Whitaker. Like, of They're course, right. he's he shoplifting but, but, shit. But, but I will say though, I do, if a dude did come in with a fucked up eye up in my store, I will watch his ass too. Mm hmm. But um, I'm just saying in general, <laughs> if it could happen to him, it could happen. Like, this nigga won an Oscar, dude, and it happened to yeah. him. You know, like, he, he won an Oscar, he won the most recognizable black people on the planet earth yeah one of the most recognizable one-eyed people out there and they was like, i don't trust you either yeah he rich i you know but it was and then also trayvon martin wasn't in the hood no he was not in the hood he was wearing a hoodie but he wasn't living in the fucking like projects when he got shot like it was just so much wrong with what she was talking about um and i didn't even like 
i just was like yo i just wanted to retweet that tell people uh not that i agree but that's the dumbest shit i'm probably gonna read today mm-hmm. um <laughs> and other people were talking about it and stuff too and it's like it's just a really weird issue because one dude was like well you know i i don't agree with what she was saying but i see where she was going where was she going you know but you know what though Th- why are you lowering the bar yes like why are we lo- when did we lower the bar for discourse to the point where we go i see where you're going with that but you wrong like it's like i didn't say i didn't understand where she was going the reason i think it's stupid is because i do know where she was going with it and right. it's stupid <laughs> yeah if i it would be one thing if i retweeted it and was like i don't understand like no i absolutely understand and you are wrong you are wrong the point of the cover it made pl- perfect sense yes it did and it definitely conveyed the message which is race uh, is it for, for in this instance is a bigger thing than money class mm-hmm. anything fame is bigger than all of that because at the end of the day i don't know what the fuck spike lee's son looked like no nope. i don't know what boris cujo's son looked Looks like, like- I don't know what uh uh Isaac Hayes son look like. I don't nope. know what most people most people don't. Yeah. So 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 it's like would it have been different if you'd have found that it was a black rich celebrity's child? Yeah. Like what what how is the that only black kids that are popular is Will Smith kids. Mm-hmm. Agree. Like celebrity kids and they're celebrities themselves, I guess, you know what I'm saying, to an extent. Will Smith and Russell Simmons kids yep. are the only ones yep. that they're we know. Everybody know what they look like. Nobody know what these uh, like Dwayne Wade is on the cover with his two sons and she's like, Why, you know, I don't understand why they why they think this is gonna solve the problem. I'm like, come on, man. But uh yeah, man, don't you know you can't boycott something you never support it. Doesn't matter. Nope um you know there's a big thing about the race to be i think it's mayor of new york uh Anthony yeah I'm, I'm 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 putting my thing behind wiener um because he's the realest motherfucker <laughs> he out might, there he might the mess around and win it's a respectable man <laughs> man i feel so bad and for his wife don't give a fuck either though because she all about him getting in office <laughs> i just feel yep. so bad for humor man because like she actually doesn't seem like she's down with this shit, but she don't have a choice. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Like, like she had to get up there and do that speech. Like, look, <laughs> I, I, I'm with him. Uh, I love him. Uh, nigga be fucking up, but you know, this ain't about me right now. Let's just try to keep it on the race, y'all. And it's like, damn, this dude is. I mean, and then the, the the fact that he flips it on journalists like they annoying him. Him, come on now. Like I'm sure these journalists are like these journalists are like, dude, I didn't get hired, and when I like when I got hired for my job, my number one aspiration was not to be looking at your dick. So that's the truth. Can you stop acting like I'm the one acting a fool? You putting your dick out here expecting us not to talk about it? And, that's crazy. And not only that, you took taxpayers' money to cover up the fact that it's your dick. Yeah just crazy so now here's the thing though in this race there are other people and he's winning mm-hmm. by far as far as rec- <laughs> as far as recognizable names because like that's why i said he gonna fuck around and win what the fuck he stands for <laughs> yeah i don't know none of his fucking i don't know his platform policies, yeah. i don't know his policies i don't know any proposed laws <laughs> all i know is he put his dick out there yeah and it's all and the thing is elliot spitzer's in the race everybody knows of elliot course 
Yes. Oh, everybody knows Elliot Spitzer is the dude that was client number nine that had the prostitutes and was cheating on his wife. The rumor is his wife. She tried to drop the mixtape. She tried to drop a little mixtape and shit on MySpace back in the day. Yep. And now, now they're saying that his wife is gonna um, divorce him as soon as the. Uh, the race is over. Karen, what are you gonna say? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, no, you you fine. You you think when they go in there, they, and when the wiener, they're just gonna have a, like a little wiener pick, or you know how you pull the pole on the side, it's gonna be gonna shape like a dick, so you know that you voted for him. Yeah, it's gonna be pictures of his dick instead of his name. Uh huh. But I'm voting for the dick. Um, but so you got that. So you the other dude's a a, pro, the, a fucking prostitute whoremonger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what people haven't been talking about is Kristen Davis, who is the actual madam of the agency that Elliot Spitzer went to. Oh, she was a boss, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. She ran it, mm-hmm. and he was her client. She's running for mayor too. What? Mm. Wow. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, oh, so no. so you got oh, the no. the Johns and, 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 and I gotta I gotta change up my allegiance of uh, my money though. I'm going with the madam. You know, so now you you with the madam. Yeah, if if you like titties, she now. she got you covered because you got plenty of them, yeah. son. Well, you I'm putting a picture in the chat, man. You can see from the picture. Let me see how she looked though. Then like you can photo. like she got big ass fake titties, and you can kind of see her nipple in this picture, and it's just one of those like <laughs> that you can never be mayor like this, you know. Um. She's 38 years old. She's the former Manhattan madam who supplied ex-New York Governor Spitzer and others uh, with high price. Like she ain't even, she ain't even uh, presentable with her shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. she tatted up. Like, I'm sure this picture is before she was running for mayor. Of course. Uh, but she's tatted up. Like I said, nipple hanging out, just looking a hot mess. Uh, and she said, and it says, as alleged, uh, she got in trouble for selling drugs. And this is like recently while she was running for mayor. As alleged, Kristen Davis sold prescription pills not once, but rather four different times in four months to an FBI cooperating <laughs> witness. This type of criminal activity is illegal for citizens and is especially unbecoming for a person seeking public office in the city of New York. The FBI assistant director in charge, George Venezuelos, told the media, according to the feds, Davis allegedly sold hundreds of pills, including oxycodone for cash. Trying to get some campaign funds up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Davis has been right, charged. Okay. She's like, look, these commercials ain't going to pay for themselves. Mm-mm. These commercials and these titties are both not paid for <laughs> by me. <laughs> Davis has been charged with four counts of distributing and possessing with intent to distribute a controlled substance. Each count carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. The alleged drug sale occurred between January and April of this year. This is while she was running. She's been running against Spitzer for the office of New York. Yeah, that's what they're running for, not mayor, comptroller. With okay. Ed, with Anthony Weiner running for mayor and an ex-madman and her number one John competing for the same office, this may be the worst batch of scandal-ridden politics, uh, politicians running for office since the days of Tammany Hall. So, yeah, um, one of these motherfuckers is probably going to end up being the comptroller for New York, by the way. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, New York? What is going on with y'all city, man? Hey, y'all man, supposed to... they get stopped and frisked, we get bitches. That's the way I look at it. Y'all get ah. stopped and frisked, we get bitches. Apparently <laughs> so, man. They need to get their shit together. <laughs> this is bad, dude. Like, this is one of those, like, if somebody wrote this as a comedy show, we would be laughing <laughs> at it. Like, oh, yeah, yes. Like, it's like, oh, they got some good characters. They got that one dude that won't stop sexting. 
they got the homie they used to be fucking with the prostitutes about to get a divorce and they got the hooker that's running and everybody be like yeah that's a good show is it on netflix no <laughs> no it's real life it's actually happening it's on the news it's on c-span right just put it on c-span <laughs> they covering it right now um i don't know about reddit i don't go on there much uh, me either dig game you got a reddit page or anything like that reddit account uh, I just promote uh, my blog sometimes on there. You know, they kind of, and then some people randomly pick up random stuff, and you find out, you know, you find out, see what people searching, and you find out that your podcast or your or your or my blog post ends up over there somehow. And usually, the one that gets most popular went over there. I had one called the moment of orgasm, and I was telling women to leave your man alone for two to three minutes afterwards and let him have peace. Oh. Uh, and, and people just pick that up, put on Reddit all the time. <laughs> well, a man proposed to his girlfriend using the social networking site reddit uh on monday malcolm collins 26 a graduate student at palo alto california proposed to his girlfriend simone smith by posting a gallery of humorous memes on reddit's advice animal section under his name sir technocracy it okay okay i know i'm simone sound black too Mm. oh yeah we could play guess, guess the, race the race if you want to yeah let's <laughs> but um but what karen what are you gonna say oh for me um i'm old because uh nigga you better not uh ask me to marry you online well the means bore messages such as i used to have reservations about marriage and they're gone and brace yourself a ring is coming it, it then linked to a secondary gallery with 18 art pieces commissioned from around the world each slide represented an intimate moment in the couple's relationship, their first movie, their first date, and so on. I wanted to propose in a way that would be meaningful for both of us, and Reddit is Simone's favorite website, Collins said. It was a tall order to be romantic online in such a public setting. However, I love the idea of a slideshow that featured our special moments. Collins posted slideshows at 7 a.m. and waited for the galleries to be upvoted to the front page of the social networking site. Poster prominently featured, according to popularity, when Smith logged into Reddit, her username, Lady Technocracy, or Technocracy, I guess, Collins heard her screams of delight and walked over with a two-carat center diamond engagement ring. She said yes. So that's a sweet story, guys. Um, okay. However, because there's always a however on the internet, that joy was soon overshadowed by an onslaught of negative comments from the Reddit <laughs> community. Course. People's, that's why you don't put shit like that online they was mad at they happiness yeah don't nobody give a fuck about your love uh toshi barrel kit said i'm holding out hope that this isn't real uh sector shredder wrote it may it may it makes me sad that this worked uh sad nasty wrote this is probably the worst cr- most cringeworthy thing i've seen thus far on reddit one blogger at Beta Beat stated, Love is dead in reference to the proposal. Damn. No, hating ass, sad, lonely motherfuckers. That's why you don't do that shit online. People don't give a fuck about your love or your happiness or who you fucking. And a lot of people, they miserable people. So anytime you put anything happy out there, they're going to tear it down. Oh, man. Um,. There were also lukewarm comments. I'm happy she said yes, but I can think of a worse. I can't think of a worse way to propose to someone. Good luck to both of you. I'm really glad she said yes. I don't think I would have accepted this type of proposal, but to each their own. Well, that's why he didn't propose to your up stuck up ass. <laughs> that's why he proposed to his boo and the way that he they like. 
you know what i mean you can't be mad she said yes i can see what she said no yeah then i get it because you're like look man you should you fucked up and this is where you fucked up but if she says yes leave it alone you know uh but yeah i'd be happy for you don't get me wrong it's just not my personal days but i'd be happy for you by tuesday morning the story had generated three thousand comments and so much controversy three thousand mm-hmm, that Colin stepped in responded to his critics almost 250 times he wrote uh, now this is his fault i wouldn't have responded to any of this shit oh no you better let that shit roll on reddit and keep it pushing he wrote i wanted to blow her away the art was a way for me to propose something tangible not just a ring but something she can hang on the walls and remember for years true many of the references may seem dated but they will always mean something to her and bring her back to today that's all that matters smith also chimed in with this this is the most romantic gesture i've ever received proposing on reddit sure it's unconventional but i give sir technocracy major credit for proposing in the most meaningful to me us place possible so i don't get like these like you know what it is man like the internet message boards social media uh comment section is really the worst place in the world Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's the worst place in the world you get like nobody had their real names attached to any of this shit i just read you know it's not like you know uh roderick morrow daryl frierson it didn't say that those people weren't saying that it was you know sir pimp lucius 56 cold ice cube says (laughs) fuck you and your mama bitch taking this taking this proposal kill yourself you know it's like god damn y'all couldn't even be happy for this i mean i know this shit ain't the coolest shit in the world but y'all couldn't be happy for them doing this geeky ass shit that they like to do together like that's their thing damn it's like your love is yours man don't give a fuck about anybody else's validation the the fact that he put it online because of favorite website cool i just leave it at that and leave and just let them be whatever but yep of course people feel like they're so entitled to everything you do and they mad well they just everything is supposed to have a like you know like that's what people think life is now that you like every like hey man i went to the store to get some groceries like mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna go work out today like like do some shit for yourself man you know <laughs> ain't that the truth he basically did something extremely selfish but on social media you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's really for him and his baby and he thought it would be cool and the shit was cool to her and motherfuckers couldn't wait to hate on it god damn people are evil that's because they're not fucking happy and they think it's cool man they want yeah the cool shit exactly it's cool to go to slander motherfuckers for no random reason i wouldn't have accepted it bitch do you even love somebody do you have a man right now now that's the big whoever said ain't got no man right 100 do you even know the dude that you would accept a proposal from right now because i feel like you're getting the shit backwards because i'll tell you this much if you know the dude and he's in your life right now you know the answer to his proposal no matter how it comes, unless he does something offensive to you, your ass gonna say yes. Yep. Tell you yep. right now, the nigga could open up a fucking Big Mac and in the box is a ring. Your punk ass is gonna say yes because you in love and love makes you do shit like that. And, and love, if you will say no, your ass ain't in love anyway. No. All these standards and shit. Oh no, I don't want to spend the rest of my life with you. Not out of a McDonald's box. You will do whatever. Now, you might have a story where you could laugh and pick at his ass later, but yeah. you're going to say, yes, I wouldn't accept it. Bitch, get the fuck. Get your stuck-up the, the, ass out the, of my car. The most you might get mad is like, nigga, why you ha- why, You could at least wrap the ring up. I, you know, it's greasy in there with, with, with the burger. Right. Yeah. Don't be messing up my diamonds. 100%, 100% I believe she probably like a sea donkey. 
Right. You know, there's one of those people though. Like I always say, hate the people that like go hard the most and always said hate everything. I'm like, I, I know they're ugly. If they're not ugly on the outside, they're ugly on the inside. Yeah. And that's why I look at it. Even she, she could be fine as hell, but she's still a sea donkey because she's looking at it like, oh, well, I wouldn't do this. Oh, but that's why you're going to be single at 55 and shit done miserable as a motherfucker. Right. My main thing is that it didn't happen to you. True. So, that's and true she, now. And she is happy, so just leave it at that. Damn. They're going to try to ruin everybody's shit, man. That's crazy. Now that, dude, now that dude trying to kill her now and everything, trying to get his ring back. Like, would you do that in real life if, like, somebody came with, well, how did he propose? Oh, Daryl, you wouldn't believe it. Um, you know how I go to, <laughs> you know how I go to Reddit every day. You know, it's the first thing I check. Yeah, I log into my Reddit, and it was the number one story on Reddit. Oh, that's cool, man. So, oh man, that's that's sweet. I know. Wait a minute, let me think about this. Actually, it's not cool. You stupid. I wouldn't have accepted it. I hate that you happy. Like, no, you wouldn't do that in real life. No, because you looking no. in that person's face, you you'll have some type of manners and decorum. But because you got you know, your screen name, Dig Game 5725, you can say yep. that shit, man. It's, it's so fucked up, man. Anyway, speaking of anonymous, people thinking they're anonymous, uh, Foxy Brown got accused of trying to steal $900 a weave. Woo! Oh, man. Yeah. Mm. She's a, going through pride. Did y'all see that clip of her falling off stage? No, she fell off stage? Yeah. Oh, let me pull it up. Hold on. Yeah, and, and didn't, didn't Foxy Brown lose hearing, too? Yeah, she lost yep. her hearing a while back, like, it's really like let me just tell y'all something man and most of y'all young people can't relate to this but there's nothing sadder as a black man <laughs> than the fact that we used to have arguments over foxy brown or little kim yeah and little kim look crazy yeah the arguments would last for days weeks months even and now look at us just ladies just I guess the debate can still go on, but it's not mm-hmm. good anymore. No, it's not. not. Lil' Kim was on Dance with the Stars, and yeah. oh my gosh, her face looked like it got bashed and beat in. It was looking like, ooh, what what they do to your face, baby? Yeah, she looked like Lil' Kim John ill right now. Like the, the amount of surgery and weirdness that she's had with her body and her face, she just looks terrible. And Foxy, man, <laughs> she she a hot mess too, man. It's It's just a bad look all the way around. But uh yeah, I didn't know she fell off stage, man. I I'll put that Yeah, I just put it, I just put the link in the chat room. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it on screen for everybody so they can view it, man. But, <laughs> God damn. I remember it used to be yeah. real good, man. But I'm, she's still in weaves though, man. I mean, maybe she couldn't hear it and she didn't have to pay for it. I mean, that'd right. be the thing I would do. She like, huh? And then just walked out with the weave. <laughs> I thought it was free because I couldn't hear. Um <laughs> The hairstylist <laughs> they said, um, okay. Reportedly, one of the salon stylists, Genevieve Jean Baptiste, uh, asked Brown to try on a weave. When Brown placed the weave on her head, she allegedly ran out of the salon with it still on her head. Well, she run out like pressures with that bucket of chicken. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but with weave. The hairstylist reportedly made a mad dash after Brown tried to recover the costly weave, pinning the 34 year old celebrity down in a moment's notice, Jean Baptiste. Uh, thought to capture the zany occurrence between her and Brown on video for the world to see. On the video, the stylist is reviewed, is viewed repeatedly demanding that Brown pay $900 for the stolen wig. Jean Baptiste, who also, also repeats Brown's name and threatens to take her film footage to alleged robbery to internet blogs. 
Um, so let me play some of this. So now we can argue with you. Yeah, we're going to argue with you. Yeah, give me my money, Foxy Brown. Give me my money. Give me my money. Give me my money, Foxy Brown. You owe me $900, Foxy Brown. Give me my money. This is going to all the blogs. Um, now, here's the thing. That clip was so annoying. I think I'm on Foxy Brown's side. Like, steal the shit. Fucker. Huh. <laughs> I mean, that was just... Give me my money, Foxy Brown. Give me my money. I'm not touching you. My hand is just right here. Um, stop hitting yourself. Brown, <laughs> Brown does appear to fork over some cash to Jean Baptiste and is then called a bum by the salon employee. Apparently, the demeaning label is not enough to infuriate Brown to the point to driving her to put up her dukes, but Brown has long held the reputation for being physically combative as an assault rap sheet that dates back to 1997. So. Man, she used to be bad. Now she's still in weave. Uh, Chris Brown dissed Rihanna on Twitter. Um, then he probably deleted his Twitter and came right back. Who knows? He always do that. Uh, Chris Brown took the Twitter on August 5th, appearing to take his war with his ex-girlfriend Rihanna to the next level by tweeting a message that clearly seems to say his relationship with, uh, Quavenjane. I don't know how you ever pronounce it, this other chick, Cariachi or whatever, karaoke. Karuchi, Karuchi. Oh, Karuchi. All right. Well, he yeah, was saying Karuchi. that uh, his relationship with uh, karate is built on a much stronger <laughs> foundation, which is friendship. Uh, he dissed uh, Rihanna. And so she must just allow him to be her freely now, you know. He said, how you build a house without a foundation? And Fr- a few beatings friendship bring trust and love stronger you have to like a person to love them that's what he mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. with uh, a few fists on the side mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently this is not the first time chris and rihanna have had their ex-war taken to twitter they've been sparring over social media with pointed messages for weeks most recently rihanna wrote on her instagram something that might have set chris off she said i hate when exes say i'm here if you need me where the fuck were you when we were together and i needed you um, yeah these motherfuckers are so emotional man i swear they have not had a hit since chris brown hit her in that car and oh. they just been living off of the power of that more than their talent man like neither one of them is talented no, neither one of them drops an album that stops the world like both mm-hmm. of these people just stay in the news it's like they don't have a single out they ain't working on no music but they can still tweet about Hey, Rod, you can't tell me that Rihanna song, that bottle song by Rihanna, the strip club joint ain't kind of hot, though. You never got, no, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it either. Like, I'm not even, like, that's it. Throw it up, throw it up. No, I I haven't heard, like, like, I'm not even trying to diss their music (laughs) on some, like, (laughs) it's whack, but literally I'm just saying it doesn't even make it into my realm of shit to check out. Like, it's really just like, they don't have talent. Unfortunately for them. You know, it's like their amount of talent to me is the same as like Jocelyn Hernandez, where you get the right. Oh uh, no, Chris Brown can dance though, G. I got no, no, no. Chris, Chris can dance, but we talking about music. You see what I'm okay, saying? So like, I can't like if I play play on my Spotify list, does he pop out of my screen and start dancing? No. <laughs> no. So I don't have any reason to listen to his music. I watch that nigga dance all day. Me like, too. You know, if the, if, 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 if I hit play on my Spotify and then a nigga just popped up and started dancing, I'll be like, Oh, that is right. He could dance. He's talented. But you know, as far as listening to a whack ass rap, I'm not about to do that shit. Cause you can dance good. Like I'll go back and put some hammer in if that's the problem. <laughs> Damn. Anyway. Hammer, please don't hurt him, album, huh? Right. 
let's get retarded it'll be but more entertaining before he got politically correct to turn it to let's get it started um people don't Ooh, that, hey, when he, remember when Hammer was hardcore on the low? Mm. Oh, yeah, son. He from Oakland. Still hardcore on the low. He was hey, shit. I heard he beat people up for real, though. Real talk. Two <laughs> years ago, he was talking about throwing a Jay-Z in the lake and baptizing that nigga. <laughs> Trying to <laughs> baptize him. <laughs> Better run, boy. Better run. Hammer wasn't fucking around, dude. You saw Jay, Jay, Jay only dropped that one more line about him and left it at that. Simon Cowell. Hey, what's messed up, though? Uh, Teddy, Ted, me and Teddy went to see Wolverine missing to Chris Brown. And we were like talking about Luke Cage and um, uh, uh, Black Panther, things like that. Who gonna play it and everything? And he's like, you know who gonna play Luke Cage? And I'm like, motherfucker, you better not say it, Chris Brown. He's like Chris Brown, I'm like, get out. We got, I, like, we got to leave the parking lot. Like, dude, he gonna be the most. He, they gonna, they gonna let Chris Brown be Luke Cage. <laughs> they gonna be beating up all the women bad guys. Yeah, that's what Teddy said. <laughs> they were like, look, black eyes. They were like, Luke Cage, we need you to go over here and fight this dude. Nah, man, I'm about to beat this bitch up, though. I'll get back at y'all. I don't like, but there's plenty of men in here. Yeah, I don't like her attitude, though. Let, let Scarlet Witch <laughs> handle it. Nah, I got it. Shit. Black Widow, Scarlet I'll Witch. Both up. Y'all get out of my way before I hit y'all, too. Um, <laughs> Simon Cowell apparently is straight. That's the biggest news out of this next story I'm reading because I always thought the dude was gay. And me too. Simon really? Cowell. Really? Really? Yeah, he gave off a real gay vibe to me. He. I thought I thought he was I thought he was just one of them uh, fucking British dudes and you know what the fuck he was on. <laughs> yeah, well you know what it, it's yeah. like. Well, first of all, the British do get away with that a lot. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> is it, like they should have a game on TV just called British or gay, where they just have a British dude and you have to be oh, like, no. is that dude just British or is that dude gay? But like I, I thought he was gay, man, cause like you know he does uh something that's kind of suspect for a living anyway, judging talent and stuff. But but just the, the like what the way he talks is so sassy that only a, I associate that in America with gay dudes. Like only gay dudes are that sassy, you know. Where he, they can but insult. But in Britain, you. it's different though. Apparently it is. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm right. Obviously the dude is straight, right? <laughs> I'm saying he fooled me. That's the biggest news in this me article. Me too. Apparently he has a harem of ex-girlfriends and they were so suspicious of his mistress, Lauren Silverman's motives that they warned the ex-factor judge to be careful. 53 year old Simon Cowell remains super close to many of his ex-girlfriends, including pop star Sunita Jackie St. Clair and Terry Seymour. All of whom he were said to have been worried about his relationship with New York socialite, who is now carrying his love child. Everybody's Ooh. a goddamn socialite these days. I know that's the third story we read about socialite. Yeah. Um, a source told Radar Online. So a socialite is just hanging out somewhere now. Like you, right. just, I just happen to be at the club. I'm a socialite. You're right. You hang around people that have money. Okay. Um, and this is how you get money because she fucked this dude, got pregnant, and now she about to get his money. Mm-hmm. Simon was warned on multiple occasions that he needed to be careful. Everyone was aware that they were hooking up and that Lauren was married. Naturally, <laughs> wow. Naturally, Simon's friends were very concerned about the situation and made that known to him. The associate said that those close to Cal were concerned about her motives and intentions. As we previously reported, Cal was left shell shocked that Silverman, 37, already a mother of one, got pregnant. Her husband, Andrew Silverman, a 37-year-old New York real estate developer, has named the former American Idol ace a co-respondent in divorce papers he filed at Manhattan Supreme Court citing adultery as the reason for the split. Damn. You know that. Now, that's when you know that you are about that money. 
because she basically was like i want this money more than my marriage it's not even your kid okay <laughs> just get the fuck out so i can get some sign of like, like get this real paper yeah like i'm tired of real estate money real estate market too up and down but you know what's always in in effect tv i'm gonna get some of this tv money by keeping this yeah, kid. your money ain't real no more uh there was a clear breach breach of trust that simon had placed in lauren because this pregnancy wasn't planned they weren't planning on having a baby together in fact it never even came up an associate said though kyle has no plans of marrying the attractive brunette as a source revealed to radar the insider noted there's simply no question that simon will take responsibility for the child and make sure the baby is taken care of so look like he'd be hanging around a lot of black athletes he must be man you know um <laughs> yeah him sean kemp vander holyfield pregnant Ooh, silver's vander. mother they yeah. love the kids pregnant silver silverman's mother said of the, at the weekend that she trusts kyle to do the right thing and blasted claims that her daughter purposely fell pregnant to trap the one-time record executive lauren is not a gold digger carol 59 said mm-hmm. she came from a very comfortable family and never lacked for anything her and simon are very fond of each other she tells me great things about him and has always spoken very highly of him and his money lauren has told me simon is so <laughs> nice and sweet I trust Simon to do the right thing and buy my daughter and give her this money. Dang, that, that's so right. Like Simon paying some bills for everybody. Apparently so. <laughs> um, so, all right, we got to get to our other section of uh, the show. It's our newest game. It's called Fucking with Black, Black People. People. Uh, it's basically, okay. Yeah, it's basically a game where, well, we just play music for people that, you know, write stuff and articles and news that fuck with black people, so... Wait, where's my... Let me turn my volume back up. Fuck it with black people. That's right, it's time to play the game. Fuck it with black people, where we give people 0 to 100 points for different things they write about that fuck with black people in general. So here's our first contestant. Uh, Apparently... There was an anti-Obama Arizona protest because apparently he's appearing in Arizona. You know, I urinated on the state while I was singing this song, as Chuck (laughs) D would say. (laughs) And um, the protest against an appearance by President Barack Obama in Phoenix, Arizona on Tuesday was marked by several instances of racist language directed at Obama. He's 47% Negro, said 77-year-old Ron Enderle. Damn, I never seen nobody break down the percentage that act precise. Me either. I thought you was a hundred or nothing. I w- yeah, I want to know where they got the forty-seven. You mm-hmm. know? I guess they they count his his mama's weight is more than daddy weight. Yeah, what was the fractions on that shit? Um, but yeah, forty-seven percent Negro. Uh, later telling the Republic that he was ashamed to have Obama as commander in chief. According to the Republic, at one point, critics of Obama saying "bye bye black sheep." Have you any wool? No, not Baba. Bye bye. But, yeah. So they weren't playing black sheep. They weren't playing black sheep. Uh, you know, fever the month and then like right. Yeah, yeah that's what I was like, hey, have you got wool? Yeah, he got wool in his hair. If that's what they were looking for. Uh, one sign in the crowd read, "Impeach the half white Muslim." <laughs> that's a new word, half white Muslim. Uh-huh. While Obama's appearance at the Desert Vista High School dealt with mortgage finance reform, one demonstrator. Uh, told the KNXV TV that she didn't think the president could solve the situation. 
i've got friends that they have to give their homes up because they have to go to foreclosure that's not right said terry barway what did he got what did the president have to do with this nothing but you know what i love about shit like this man um and it's like the hidden subtle racism of america it's funny how when white people lose shit it's america's fault Mm-hmm. America let them down. Of course, America it's, didn't it's, get the job they're supposed to get. America, it's an kicked, American issue. America kicked them out of their house, and the president needs to come fix this. Black people have any problems, and it's pull your pants up. It's like, mm-hmm. like, what are you doing, nigga, to get it right? You're like, but what I, but I just want. I live in America too, y'all. What about what I was promised? Mm-mm. You want a job? Learn to stop littering. I'm like, okay, and pull your pants up. But while the demonstration, and then when a hundred percent of y'all don't let it and pull your pants up, we'll think about giving you a job. But while the demonstration, and what's even more interesting though, Rod, is that black people have messed this up too. With all these black people talking about the Illuminati for every person that's out mm. here, white people jumping on the bandwagon too. I knew that nigga was a Illuminati, mm. and like they be, I mean, this this is you know like because we co-signed like yeah, I knew he was Illuminati. You see, you threw up a motherfucking two chains with number two crossed with the arm together, and then they do a fist pump, and that's supposed to be a thing of the devil, man. You ain't even know that, my nigga. You ain't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. I don't know any black people that are into the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Now that could oh, be that. Yeah, 100. Oh, oh, you gotta you gotta talk to these people, Rod. I was gonna say they it like, could be. Look, man, look look at the traffic sign, my nigga. Look at the traffic sign. I'm like, okay, it's red. See, red is blood, nigga. What did black people spill? I was like, blood. See. You ain't even see that though, my nigga. It could be Illuminati. They trying to show you that you gotta stop your blood as a black person, my nigga. It could be because I don't Lord. smoke. It could be because I don't smoke weed, but I don't know any black people that have hit me up about the Illuminati. And it also could be because I don't want to hear that shit. So if you told me that, you got to get out of my car. Like the second you start talking about some, you know, yeah, man, it's because the Illuminati. I'm gonna be like, all right, bro, look, you need to get a ride from here. Yeah, to this, your house. this is our friendship. Anyway, uh, I've got friends that have that. Wait, that they had to give their homes. Oh, I already said that. But while the demonstration also drew opponents to the Obama administration's heavy deportation policy against undocumented immigrants and the Keystone Illinois pipeline, there were also supporters of the president in the crowd. In the crowd, he already helped me tremendously personally because my daughter is a freshman in college, and she was able to get one-time money. Also, my son is able to continue his health insurance until he's 26 years old. Mm-hmm. Said Delia Donlin. Um, Which they wouldn't have got otherwise. Yep. So 47% black. Bye bye black sheep. What, how many points you get? And, that? uh, wait, 47% Negro. I'm sorry. And impeached a half white Muslim. I still only give these people 25% because I feel like it was only like five of them. Like, it probably wasn't even a lot. Oh, okay. Wait, yeah, yeah. But here's some more fucking with black people. Oh, not, shit. We got two articles? Yeah. Not to be outdone, Ohio decided to put throw that hat in the ring this week. The primarily white community of Beaver Creek, Ohio, is doing doing everything in its power to keep minority bus riders out, including risking tens of millions of dollars in federal funding. The suburb of Beaver Creek is about 15 minutes east of Dayton. The area boasts a major shopping mall, Wright State University, and a medical clinic. In 2010, the Greater Dayton Regional Transport Authority wrote, I mean, proposed adding three new bus stops at Beaver Creek which would bring in people from Dayton, give local businesses a boost, and offer new education and work opportunity to minorities. 
But Beaver Creek did everything in its power to keep the buses out. One tactic included mandating expensive guidelines that bus shelters must have heat, air conditioning, and high-tech surveillance. The Beaver Creek's... <laughs> <laughs> the Beaver City... We gonna keep them niggas out of here. The thing I like about that guideline, though, is... That is this Dayton, Ohio we talking about? Mm-hmm. This is well, they, Beaver Creek, Ohio, Ohio. thing. Well, well, at least oh, they... Be- yeah, because my, my grandma lives in Dayton, man. Yeah, yeah, Dayton's a trip, man. My grandma lives in Troutwood. Uh, out in Troutwood and uh, down, like, uh, she, um, in another street she lived on, she has some property off Main Street. And it's just a weird... That's a weird-ass fucking town, man. Well, apparently, <laughs> they were going to bust people in from Dayton to Beaver Creek to, like, shop, find jobs, go to school... And they were like, oh, y'all could do it, uh, but only if every bus stop is air conditioning, heated, and uh, high-tech surveillance. Which, to me, I mean, to be quite honest. That benefits everybody. I wouldn't mind that. Mm-mm. But if you're only doing it to keep black people out, then, I mean, I guess fuck you. But, you know, it would be nice if all bus stops had heating, air conditioning, and high-tech <laughs> surveillance. That's the truth, because you out there in the weather elements and shit like that. We turned down an application because they didn't meet our design criteria. That That's when the civil rights group Leaders of Equality in Action in Dayton filed a complaint under the Title uh, six, Title Four Non-Discrimination Provisions that's of right. the Federal Highway Act. Because this is some bullshit. Now they stand yeah. to lose millions of dollars in federal highway funding. Lee's complaint says that the peculiar demands of the Beaver Creek City Council are discriminatory. Because that you don't put this on nobody else, and you wouldn't have put this uh, or tried to implement these rules for nobody else. The city of Beaver Creek's criteria and methods for deciding whether to allow RTA transit stops to Beaver Creek, which resulted in denial of the application for those stops, had the effect of subjugate, subjecting African Americans who disproportionately ride the public transit to discrimination. The Civil Rights Division of the Federal Highway Administration ruled in favor of LEAD on June 13th and stated that 11 of the requests made by Beaver Creek were outside of standard design criteria and that the rejection of the RTA application had a disproportionate effect on black people, making it discriminatory. Uh, but Beaver Creek is like, we don't care, just we'll lose the millions in funding. Long, <laughs> long as these black Look, people we'll, can't we'll, get it. We'll, we'll, we'll take care of our roles ourselves. Right. long as these black people can't make it, we're good. Uh, Charlotte actually had an issue like this too, where, uh, Ballantyne, uh, which is a really rich suburb of Charlotte. Mm, they're trying to break off. Basically trying to break out from the county and they're in the middle of the fucking county. Like, they just like, we want to be our own county because we have and y'all don't. And that is our solution to everything is instead of us sharing for the greater common good of the uh, area. The area. Cause y'all like in the smack middle of the fucking county, which means everything else is functioning around y'all. We've made it to a point where we actually don't want to help anybody cause we already got our shit, you know? And that's, and it's like as long as people believe that that's what America is about, um, it's always going to be fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as people can be like, well, now I'm rich and I don't have to do shit. Uh, I ain't got to pay my, I'm, I'm not paying my taxes. taxes. I'm not letting y'all put up housing around my house. I'm not letting y'all do anything. Uh, I'm, you know, I don't want my money to go to anybody but myself as far as my taxes are concerned. Then we're, we're never going to advance anything because it's like you need the people that made it by, you know, uh, through the American system and uh, became something in somebody and made a bunch of money. We need these people to understand that other people are relying on the same resources they had available to them and they need to make it too. So, um, yeah. 
anyway i give this shit right here a 75 out of 100 for fucking with black people why, um, okay why'd i get a 75 i give them a 75 because i love the ingeniousness of being like no it's not racial we just think <laughs> you need heated air conditioning and high-tech surveillance on all of the bus stops like i love when they do where it's something where you can't make a direct point from a to b to racism you know like you got to make seven different points to be like okay well nobody else requires this uh, the people that are bust in are coming from a mostly black demographic. Uh, mostly black people take the bus. Uh, everybody else accepted the regular, uh, you know, the regular standards for making bus stops. Also, they're going to lose federal funding. And that is why this is racist is because they would rather lose federal funding. Yeah. Keep- they'd rather lose money. Yeah. I lo- like that's a good way to fuck with black people is because this is the kind of thing that I would explain to a white person. They'd be like, that's not racist because they want to have nice bus stops. You think they're being racist? And I'm like, but they fucking with me. Can't you see they fucking with me right now? You're like, no, man, I, I think it's good to have heated bus stops. I, I hate when I go to a bus stop and it's cold. I'm like, God damn it. You can't even <laughs> understand. So this is good. Good trolling. Um, so together, they're a hundred percent. Yep. Now it's time to play our other game. Everybody knows this one. It's time for guess the race, guys. Let's play the guest race music. That's right. It's time for guess the race. Where we play a game where we play all the news clips or read news articles. And we ask our guests to guess the race of the people involved. Today, plan will be Daryl Frierson, a.k.a. Dig Game. Uh, Dig yes. Game, you excited to play some guess the race? I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm trying, I'm trying to move up before I can get on the showcase showdown. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get right into it. Guess the race. Of course, the chat room also plays along, and they are quite racist. Uh, all contestants in Guess the Race get the Guess the Race take-home kit where they are able to watch the news and guess the race of the people involved in the crimes in the first 10 minutes. All right, let's get right into it. The first article is a clip, and it's about a man who is suspected of killing his wife. Leading the crime beat tonight, a Temple woman is dead and her husband in custody after a stabbing early this morning at the Kensington apartment complex in Temple. 56-year-old Royce Reeves was arrested after police found him hiding in a drainage tunnel near the apartment complex. Officers got a 911 call a little after midnight. When they got to the apartment complex, they found Autumn Reeves had been stabbed. She was lying in the front room of her apartment. Officers tried to resuscitate her. They were not successful. She was pronounced dead at the scene. A neighbor said he heard the couple fighting shortly before he called 911. I remember her hearing her voice. She said, no, stop, no, stop, no, no, stop, don't. And after that, you should hear nothing but silence like a, a sickness uh why did it just refresh in the middle of my article um <laughs> all right let me see if i can play the last like 10 seconds of this shit and um after that you don't hear nothing during their search officers say they found a bloody knife believed to be the murder weapon now the way they caught this dude was they found a blood trail that they followed to his hiding spot where he was holding the knife. <gasps> yeah. Follow the drip, follow the drip. Uh Daryl, guess the race of uh, I'm going with the darky. 
all right going with the darkie voice reese i mean voice reeve let's check the chat room and see what they believe white said rashawn daly ipod cord i'm assuming that that could be white or black well he's talking about the default uh, uh, one so that's got to be white, white. <laughs> moon ape <laughs> moon ape step and fetch it mm-hmm. one who needs to pull his pants up <laughs> <laughs> inverse of black hansel and gretel blood white sound like her neighbor's litter black black Aww. radio tire black white the correct answer is, is and daryl got it right white dark oh no black black sorry black. Yeah, Darkie. everybody you know got everybody who said black. Yeah, everybody said black. You you was correct. And some of you guys you guessed white. white. So, so the, yeah, the, the crowd the crowd don't like don't like it. Terrible. We got Terrible. we got a tough crowd. I knew it was a darky from the dude they interviewed. <laughs> mm, that makes sense. That makes sense. That that because uh, yeah, he did sound like pretty black himself uh plus i feel like the name voice is not a mo- a name white people have Mm-mm. no it's not yeah so i mean it makes sense that that somebody would be like yeah i don't you know i'm not a fan of this so um let's talk about the next article um apparently uh why am i looking at the same article all right apparently a man got 15 years in jail for stealing okay Emily Elkins, ready to turn 15 Sunday, was home playing with her new puppy Tuesday morning. She was too sick to leave the house and go to the courtroom. Johnny Ray Kendricks, a man whom Emily has never met, but has sure seen on videotape from a store in July 2012, still in a donation jar meant for Emily. Oh, he wasn't too weak to go to court. He walked in from a detention pen and begged for mercy and pleaded guilty. Kendricks was sentenced to 15 years for several crimes, including stealing the $70 in a small cup that that was full of bills, small bills and change that was to help a little girl who had cancer eating away at her muscles and lymph nodes and organs. Shit. Then, then he claimed he never knew what he did. He never knew when he did it that the money was for a girl with cancer, despite videotape evidence that showed Kendricks reading a flyer about sick Emily... <laughs> That was right next to the jar that second later he stole. I wonder if he was like, you know, the niggas can't read. <laughs> How was I supposed to? I was just looking at that paper because that's what you're supposed to we do. We just lit it and sag our pants. Emily was too weak for scheduled chemotherapy this week. So she did not see Kendrick standing in court admitting that he was the one who stole the donation jar. Kendrick's 50 had been committing burglaries and break-ins and stealing since he was 18 years old. With the only interruptions for crime being prison stretches where he could not steal from anybody. <laughs> he snuck the jar to, to a bucket of water that day in July yeah, last we'll year. Yeah, we'll stop you from committing crimes. Uh, well, nah, you can still get... I mean, you could commit him in jail, but... It, yeah, you but can commit it, rape, you can steal. Yeah, I mean, you but uh, you make are... Make a man put... Be, the big one. You can make people push, uh, put they put Vaseline fingers up their butthole. You can do a bunch oh, of stuff, Karen. Oh, but I'm talking about like still, still, stealing shit from uh, little kids with, eight, with not AIDS or uh, with cancer. Uh, he snuck the jar into a bucket of water that day in July last year when the clerk had his back turned. He had to wait for those dollars to dry out and shit. I don't hate him for doing it, said Emily. I never did. 
uh, emily has said from the beginning that she forgave whoever stole it kendrick's was not arrested until january but if the thief needed money emily would have given it to him because giving is what life is about well see i think that's just a lie they're just making it seem like they're just trying to make it seem even worse that he stole from her but yeah she needed that cancer money come on y'all when people far from as far away as hawaii read the herald's coverage of the theft last money they donated buckets of money and outrage and kindness emily gave much of that money to the homeless in clothes and blankets she gave more to kids at christmas who had no toys or gifts she gave more still to sick kids in hospitals but don't you she not using none of this for her cancer treatments i mean maybe she already got insurance she ain't really got cancer right yeah she just lazy with the crib <laughs> right what would, <laughs> what would happen if you found out she didn't have cancer would you still be like he this dude should get 15 years or would we all be like well actually you should you know reduce his sentence that reduces sentence she did keep justin bieber concert tickets and rode in a limousine thanks to her nurses and herald readers she will accept the make a wish a foundation trip to hawaii in the next couple of years couple of years what kind yeah. of cancer she got she can make, make all these advanced plans make 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 a wish list is she long lied. she must got the she good cancer. yeah she either got the good cancer she she just taking us all for a walk <laughs> She only agreed to take the trip if she could help the group raise tens of thousands of dollars at an April walk in Rock Hill that attracted hundreds of sponsors. Emily alone decided from the beginning of the donations that she wanted to help others, said William Elkins, Emily's father. She wouldn't let it be about her. She said the only way to be a good person is to help people who need help. So um, the 2.30 a.m. July 31st crime was... Caught on surveillance video at Scott's Food Store in Rock Hill at the corner of Heckle Boulevard and South Cherry Road. This is this is Rock here. Hill. Yeah, kid. Yeah, I'm about to say this is down the street, ain't you it? Goddamn right, it's here. It <laughs> I'm about to say, disgrace. I, I know exactly where that corner is. Is, is, that, is that Rock Hill, South Carolina? Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kendrick's okay, I'm noting that for my for my guests. Noting that. Kendrick's is shown buying a 16 ounce Budweiser, a can <sighs> of beer for a dollar seventy nine. He paid for it with money he stole from an AIDS patient. He asked the clerk for water in a bucket. Ah! He asked the clerk for water in a bucket he is carrying. The water was for his overheating truck. When Then Kendrick's with water given to him, asked the clerk for a cigar, the cheap ones that cost a few cents, kept behind the clerk on the rack. On the videotape, Kendrick is seen bending, up, bending over the counter, perusing the flyer next to the donation dar. The flyer stated how Emily was a cheerleader and an A student and now was fighting cancer. And she would fight with all her heart. The clerk turned his back and Kendrick grabbed the jar, plunged it into the water filled bucket. So the coin made no noise. Then when he, he then left the store with the spoil, $70 meant to help a sick kid. So guess the race of Mr. Kendrick's. I'm going with Shay Whitey. All right, let's check the chat room. I mean, she was going to give the money away anyway, black soulless chalky one who wants to return to Shawshank white. Aww. 15 years for $70 black. The P word for privilege telling white lies. Charcoal briquette. Not in my town or my bus stop. Damn it. White. Oh, Lord. Darker than a pony, pink toenail. Uh, what? Darker than a pinky toenail? Oh, okay. Tr- truck. You need to get your feet checked out, King Bob. Truck and beer oh, yeah. white. <laughs> bye bye black sheep. Blickety. Blickety. Uh, Budweiser drinking cheesy to Chris Pratt and Anna Faris star darker than the night sky. The correct answer is, is black. Damn, I, damn. Uh, that's right. That's right. You missed it, buddy. You missed it. So you know oh, what that means. I, I, I thought it was white. 
at the last second though. Cause he said a truck. When he said a truck, pickup truck, I thought a white boy. Well, the audience doesn't agree, but some, some people got it right. right. Congratulations, guys. I got it right. Uh, so that makes you one and one, but don't fret. Okay. Don't, don't worry about it. It's time to go into the bonus round. Get okay, double guys? the points. That's right. Double the points, double the racism. It's now time for <laughs> the bonus round of yeah. Guess the Race. Yeah, we have a chance to bring yourself back in the game. Daryl, how do you feel you're doing so far? Uh, I'm not too feeling too good about the last one. That Budweiser comment threw me off because I was thinking like King Cobra or St. Ives or something was going to come up. Though, and that kind of threw me off in the pickup truck. Now, are you a little, so are you a little nervous going into uh, the bonus round? Do you feel comfortable? Uh no, I'm feeling comfortable. You know, I just got to maybe look for them curves like that. So don't worry about the Budweiser. I guess black people drink Budweiser now, and we drive pickup trucks in the South now. I got it. All right, cool. Here we go. Let's go into the bonus round of Guess the Race. Um, what, what is this story? Oh, I don't remember this. All right, here we go. Here we go. I don't know why I had Kobe and the Lakers story up here. I was like, what the you know fuck? I say, we doing balls, D? Yeah, I don't remember covering this at all. <laughs> Utah. Salt Lake City. Okay. A woman who was recently crowned Miss Riverton after wowing the judges on the piano is accused of exercising a more sinister talent. Uh-oh. Cooking up homemade bombs and throwing them from a car. Kendra McKenzie Gill and three others. Damn. Mm-hmm. Kendra McKenzie That's Gill. That's a hard name right there. God damn. And three others were arrested Saturday after allegedly tossing makeshift bombs. In neighborhoods at least nine times. Police said Ooh, the four. Yeah, they were on it, Karen. That's correct. Police said the four admitted buying plastic bottles, aluminum foil, and household chemicals before assembling the devices. They were throwing them at both property and people. This goes well beyond a teenage prank. Gill, who was 18 at the time of her June 8th pageant win, was booked on suspicion of detonating an incendiary device. She didn't appear in the Salt Lake County Jail roster Monday morning. And no phone number for her was listed. The others arrested in the case were John Patrick Ray, Shauna Marie Smith, and Bryce Christopher Stone. It wasn't immediately clear if any of the four had an attorney. Stone reportedly told police that he and his friends were pranking with fireworks. But fire officials said the devices, which can spew caustic chemicals and shrapnel when they burst, can be very dangerous. They can do a great deal of damage to property. They can sever limbs. They can even kill people. Oh, my. Gil topped a slate of nine beauty contestants earlier this summer, showing off her years of piano training with Scott Joplin number and taking home a $2,000 scholarship. Wow. Maybe she can use it for bail. As part of her platform, Fit to Be You, she planned to establish workout groups and encourage healthy body image. Uh, I guess if you have a severed limb, you're going to need some healthy body imaging. Yes, you are. You You don't have to just look a certain way. It's about being healthy and happy, she said. With or without your limbs. Right. Whether you feel full of caustic acid or not. (laughs) Representatives for Miss Riverton and Miss Utah pageants, which are preliminary competitions for Miss America contests, didn't immediately return calls seeking comment Monday. Uh, Guess the race of Miss Kendra McKenzie Gill. Oh, I'm going to go with 
Shay Whitey himself. Right. Okay. <laughs> Malicious Mormon missile throwing misfits, aka White. I like that alliteration. Mm-hmm. Utah, John Stockton jersey wearing sister wives Mormon White. Whiter than a whiter than a Best Buy and Beaver Creek. <laughs> yeah. As white as a chick who was headbutting Jay Z in that new video. <laughs> Patty Hearst White. No black girl has ever won a pageant in Utah White. Eggshell, whiter than a polar bear eating grits in the snow. Miss Utah White. If they were black, they would have called them Muslim terrorists white. Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bonds, Mary Kate, and Ashley. Whiter than cotton. Bombs don't kill white people with bombs try to kill people that krenak white the correct answer is <laughs> white is, is she was white so everybody got that one right that's a hundred percent sometimes we get those what's funny is i remember javon said uh we took carl malone's wife uh being and he's like yeah uh that's her and her uh micro braids the only thing that black in uh utah <laughs> oh yes yes yeah, yeah, i mean i don't even count carmelo as being black so it, that's even worse um let's check the next uh the next article apparently uh it's you can't even eat breakfast these days okay oh, snap. you can't even eat breakfast these days you go to an ihop in chicago you don't know what's gonna happen so uh let me play this article uh, father and husband is gunned down in the middle of a joliet restaurant 29 year old gerardo franchiti was eating breakfast with his wife hold and on two gerardo yesterday morning when the gunman walked up yeah that's the dude who got shot we're not guessing his race okay okay right. been fired cbs's courtney gooseman is live in the newsroom courtney Jim, the alleged shooter is now behind bars facing murder. Witnesses from a very packed restaurant tell me they can't get rid of the images that played out right in front of their eyes. This is not a typical Sunday at Lewis's family restaurant in Joliet. The line's usually out the door. Not today. Yesterday morning, shooting on the other side of these windows has regulars staying away. Did you have any reservations about coming to work today? Yes, I did. I was just scared. This waitress didn't want to show her face, but tells me she waited on 31-year-old Christopher Thompson minutes before police say he unloaded his gun on 29-year-old Gerardo Franchini, who was dining with his wife and two young daughters. Actually, it was really polite. He asked my name, and he asked me where the bathrooms were. This waitress tells me Thompson and Franchini ran into each other in the back of the restaurant and got into a heated argument. Thompson left. Witnesses here tell me there was about a 10 to 15 minute window between when the shooter left here with his girlfriend and returned with a loaded gun. He went over to the table and he leaned over and just unloaded right in front of his kid. That's sad. Another waitress didn't want to be identified either, but tells me she heard six shots and then chaos. Screaming, ducking, t- people flipping tables, hiding under them, glasses breaking. I mean, dishes everywhere, food everywhere. Those little girls were just crying screaming asking for their dad thompson arrested a few hours later in crest hill now charged with murder franchini was pronounced dead at the hospital records reveal both the victim and the shooter had extensive criminal backgrounds the owner of lewis's restaurant tells me business is down at least 70 percent today live in the newsroom oh, courtney Goosman, cbs2 news jim courtney uh that tells you how tough chicago is that shit was only down 70 percent like People were still going to like, like I'm to hungry. Eat. Yeah, I got to get my food on. This ain't got nothing to do with you. That mean no waiting this morning. Uh so guess the race, Daryl. This is a hard one, man. Half my family's from Chicago. Joliet is a suburb from of Chicago. 
And that area that he went to is another suburb close to this place called Lockport, which is mixed, but it's mostly white. Oh, man. But there's niggas out there, too, in Joliet, too, though. Uh, I'm a... Oh, man. The, shooter, the shooter's name was Christopher Leon Thompson. Oh, I'm on a black, Leon. All right, cool. Let's yeah, check yeah. the chat room and see what they think. One who told Don Lemon to stop going to school then threw his trash on the ground in front of him. <laughs> Left it. Left and came back with a gun, black. I shot him because he didn't tell me how good the cheese was, white. <laughs> pants on the ground, pants on the ground. You're looking like a fool with your pants on the ground, black. Jersey Shore, WAP. Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction, black. Ha! <laughs> That's a good That's one. That's a great reference. Which was, my wallet is the one that says bad motherfucker on it. Uh, if it doesn't fit, you must pull your pants up, black. And Leon, the correct answer is... is. Black, you got that one right. You got it right. Who, 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 Okay, it was you know how sometimes you're just riding the bus, driving the bus like you're supposed to, shit this pops off. Piers Morgan live. This is the most jazzy fucking intro to a song. Yes, to a it is. Clip dun, 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 dun. that bus drivers do not jump in the middle of a fight, and me jumping in the middle of that fight with three boys, it would have been more dangerous for other students on the bus as far as myself it's just no telling what might have happened right i mean I, I, I hope you don't mind me saying you're 64 years old and these were three pretty strapping 15 year old teenagers all clearly uh with a propensity for quite extreme violence and so when i saw it i i understood completely why you wouldn't want to get involved do you believe that with hindsight you could have done anything else than what you did in hindsight, I followed policy. I, I radioed in, got on the dispatches. It was, it, was so, it was so noisy on the bus, they can barely hear me and I can barely hear them. But we finally got help out, and um, it was just one of those things that it just happened. It just shouldn't have happened, but it happened. How do you feel personally when you look at this video again, and it's so awful? Do you feel any sense of guilt or responsibility, notwithstanding the rules, obviously, and notwithstanding the fact that at 64, you shouldn't be expected to jump in, but how do you feel personally about what happened? I took it really personal. I had many sleepless nights. I had nightmares. Couldn't sleep. It was, it was just terrible. Looking at that, it was like I was looking at, uh, it was it's like a bad dream, and it was just... Uh, I'm, I'm feeling it now. It's just it was a terrible thing to watch that watching that happen. There is a, a comment here from the Gulfport Police Chief Robert Vincent, which I want to play. There was clearly an opportunity for him to intervene and or check on the welfare of the children in this case or the child in this case, and um, he didn't make any effort to do so. What is your reaction mm -hmm. to what the police chief said there? Well, I, I I didn't want to move the kid. I didn't want to move him because he, 
He might have been injured. And I was trying my best to get some help out there on the radio. As far as moving the kid, intervening, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Couldn't move him. I mean, it seems, Mr. Moody, to be a lot of attention on you and your supposed inaction. Not enough attention, in my view, on these three horrible little thugs who were doing the beating up. Uh, do you feel that the, the attention is, is skewed here in the wrong place? Should we be focusing on what these three little barbarians did? Well, I think it's more on me because I didn't do what people thought I should have done. But do you I feel that's fair? Is that fair that you're getting all the flack when these kids, these thugs, are seen on camera trying to kill this kid? Well, I don't think it's fair. Nope. All right. So, John Moody, 64-year-old bus driver, sees three kids beating up a kid. Stops the bus. He does call for help. Calls dispatcher. Says you got to get somebody here quick, 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 quick. They're about to beat this boy to death over here. Please get somebody here quick. They're still doing it. There's nothing I can do. Um. Well, guess the race of John Moody, the bus driver. Uh, I'm definitely, 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 definitely going with Negroy. All right. The chat okay. room says you go to jail now. Forest fire smoke black. So black he looks evil is not Morgan Freeman with a megaphone and bat black. Mr. <laughs> from Color Purple Black wouldn't get involved black. Negro. Smokestack. John Moody is an old black man, no doubt. Another black, another bad creation, little Golden Lords. Colored. The correct answer is black. black. Um, yes. The thing that's crazy about this video is it's three black kids beating up a white kid. And uh. yeah. And it's funny because listening to law enforcement be like he should have got involved he should have saved this no kid. that's against his policies and procedures i can guarantee you because my girlfriend uh, used to drive for cms here mm -hmm. you can't get involved like i'll joke aside like you the second he jumped in he loses his job yeah and so you as a police officer have been uh, literally you've been trained you went it's, it's, it's like you are equipped to handle situations like that most bus drivers are not equipped to handle it and the rules and regulations are so strict for the school system if he the second he did anything all of a sudden the children who was whooping that other child's ass would turn around and sued him in the school system for even jumping in and getting involved yeah it's just interesting that's all yeah. i'll say it's just interesting to see where people fall on it um because like you know it, on, the, it, on the most part we're pretty much told like don't get involved you know yep uh this is a vision and then honestly People that were celebrating the guy who uppercutted the girl on the bus. I remember when that happened. And uh, oh, oh, by the way, old Florida for this article. But anyway, um, oh. I remember when. Yeah, of course. When uh, but when people were celebrating that dude, I was one of the few people that was, was like, like, "You no. can't celebrate that shit because honestly, that ain't his job, and and he gonna <laughs> end up getting fired for this shit because as cool as it looks on a YouTube video." It don't look cool when I got to go get my yearly review. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you be punching niggas? All right, then. And he ended up getting fired. So this dude keeps his job. But, yeah, on video, he looks like a coward. When you play this on World Star, he's going to look like he should have did something. And he was scared. But the truth of the matter is, man, like, this is actually what you're supposed to do. So I don't know, man. I, 
if he would have jumped in there and started beating up 15 year olds it'd be a completely different article about yeah, how he needed to this, sit his ass yeah, down yeah, and this dude most likely would end up keeping his job like yeah like if if he get fired i will be angry for the fact plus, that he fired him plus honestly everybody think they want to see some shit until you see it and ain't, ain't that the truth like everybody want to see some vigilante justice until he beating the fuck out of three 15 year olds then all of a sudden it's like why didn't he just sit his ass down and call for help you know it's like those people that go well the teachers need to be more assertive and teach the classes and blah 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 and then it's like well this teacher got kicked in the knee by a nine-year-old and tore his acl now he's suing the school well he's just a nine-year-old damn i'm like what well i can't what i can't have you can't have it both ways all right not all kids are worth talking to and the only way to get these little motherfuckers to calm down is probably a taser or some shit <laughs> anyway um we can't get out of here without talking about sword ratchetness guys yep. uh-oh a 49-year-old Hartley man was charged with seven felony weapons and menacing charges Monday after he chased neighbors with a samurai-style sword in one hand and a smaller double-edged knife in the other. This niggas on some snake-eyed shit. Yeah, I know. Ramon Lopez. Right. Ramon Lopez came running out of a residence with a sword and a knife after neighbors knocked on his door at 5.25 p.m. The victims were checking on swords that Mr. Lopez had previously taken and still had in his possession. Now, look, wow. if somebody steals your swords, you don't want to go knock on their door to get them back, okay? Because a sword is also a weapon. So if he is going to give them back, he might be planning on giving them back by sticking it through your spleen and being like, hold it. Oh, that. ouch. Exactly. Delaware State Police said in papers that the family ran screaming from Lopez as he was swinging a knife in the air. A neighbor who heard the ruckus ran to help to help yelled at Lopez to stop. And the defendant ran at that neighbor. Hey man, calm down, dog. You out here trying to Oh, here he come. Close the door. <laughs> Mr. Lopez. That's why you don't get your ass involved. Mr. Lopez threw his down his weapons, document said, and punched the neighbor in the face with a closed fist. You want some too? Honestly, that's the best case scenario. Honestly. They, they didn't, yeah. Put the swords down. Arriving, DSP troopers found Mr. Lopez with clothing torn and soiled as if he had been in an altercation on wet ground. Oh, slap. They found him walking down his driveway. Mr. Lopez was placed under arrest and read his Miranda rights at 6.05 p.m., police said. He was positively identified by Texas driver's license he held. Several Delaware Justice Information System and National Crime Information System checks found that Mr. Lopez had several felony convictions and that made him a person prohibited from possessing deadly weapons. But somehow, people let him borrow their swords. Right? You don't even do background checks. Why? Because you're not, <laughs> you're not taking sword ownership seriously. If you came out my house tonight and said, Rod, let me borrow your gun. I say, fuck no, Daryl. And why are you asking? Matter of <laughs> fact, you know, like why? that's how our people end up on snapped as accomplices. Yes. After the fact. Yeah. yeah Daryl came in sweating. He just said, Rod, I need to borrow your gun. Don't ask what it's for. I'll be right back. And I gave it to him. Or, or make it worse, help me dig this ditch. Right. Yeah, then he came back two hours later with blood on him and said, hey, man, where's a good car wash? You know, like, no. This is your, <laughs> this is your fault. Like, you, you gave this motherfucker a crazy, dangerous felon a sword. You should go to, they should both go to jail. Y'all should go to jail yeah. for giving a nigga a sword in the first place. And he should go to jail for having him. Um... Mr. Lopez is charged with five aggravated menacing felonies along with possession of a deadly weapon during the commission of a felony and possession of a deadly weapon by a person prohibited. 
he also got misdemeanors for three counts of endangering the welfare of a child and offensive touching which i don't know what that means Uh oh maybe grabbed a titty in the middle of that something something happened um also two men armed with large swords kicked in the front door of a east side home early monday morning what they kick uh, in the door waving the sword swords yeah <laughs> door during a home invasion that left one of the occupants stabbed in the left leg oh the woman who was stabbed was taken to the erie county medical center for treatment following the invasion that occurred a few minutes after midnight police arrested one of the two suspects charging antoine sanders 21 black of Ginwood avenue with assault burglary weapon possession criminal mischief among other charges according to police reports detectives still are looking for the second suspect good grief i, I like that like criminals now are probably thinking like we probably get less time for a sword Cause, oh yeah because <laughs> that because that's how america takes it man like america's like oh no it's fine you know like it's just a sword guys it's harmless a sword isn't harmless guys it's not a toy it's not a lightsaber no it's not no it's not not a collector's item it's a dangerous fucking weapon and it cuts and kills and it needs to be regulated Mm -hmm. it's been another episode of the blackout tips of course we were sponsored by shadow down productions go on youtube watch the new rap battle between kelly Ryder and uh our homie leron can't wait to see what that looks like i know right uh make sure you guys also check out um uh tweakedaudio.com look at their specials put in tbgwt and you can get 33 percent off a third off guys by you can go tbgwt shipping is free and all that make sure you check out dig game and those guys podcast straight out of low, low cash, cash. Mm-hmm. uh check out his writing ashley the classy.net uh great guys yeah. funny y'all support them yeah um so make sure you check them out too um until saturday we do our feedback show i love you you too baby Mwah. Mwah.